across the UK, online and on DAB. Access all radios. Talk radio. Give it some lip. Talk radio. Good evening, dear listeners. Thank you, Ash. Thank you, Johnny. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Six years ago today, we lost Frank Sidebottom. So we'll play some Frank Sidebottom songs throughout the show and probably talk about him. Um, can we do our darndest tonight to make this a Brexit-free island? Oh, God, that sounds like I'm talking about Brexit as well, doesn't it? Just, it's everywhere, and I'm so bored of it. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. And if 
Thank you. If you were watching on Periscope, you would have seen me singing along pretty accurately. What's Periscope? You can watch the show happening now. If you go to periscope.tv on the computer, slash Ian Lee, I-A-I-N-L-E-E, uh, you can watch the show. So that's that. Uh, what was that singing? That What was that singing? Indeed, Frank Sidebottom, six years ago, man. Six years ago, Chris Seavey died. It's incredible. I remember exactly where I was. I was going to uh, Great Ormond Street because I was doing some stuff there and I got off the tube at, I think, King's Cross and I walked and I was checking Twitter and uh, Frank was trending and it turned out that everyone said, oh, Frank's dead, Frank's dead, Frank's dead. And I f- had Chris Seavey's phone number and I phoned him up and his girlfriend answered and I felt, I said, oh, I'm really sorry, this is Ian, we met briefly. Is it true? She went, yeah. And I went, oh, man, I'm really sorry. I burst into tears, burst into tears. Couldn't, I went straight home. Went straight home. And uh, felt terrible six years ago. So we can we'll, we can celebrate the magic of, of Frank Sidebottom and Chris Seavey. I know a lot of you won't know who he is or was, and that's fine. Um, and tonight will be a bit of education. So we can celebrate him by talking about him if you want to. Uh, we don't have to if you don't want to, because we'll just play... Um, we, we can just play some of his songs throughout the show. I'm reminded, though, I am reminded of buying that record. It's, it's called... It's an EP... Um, called Frank Sidebottom celebrates the magic of Freddie Mercury and Queen. And it had to be pronounced like that. Freddie Mercury and Queen. And I remember, because I knew I had been checking, I'm going to suggest it was um, the NME. I'm going to just change my headphones while I'm talking, because I've gone deaf in one ear. It was the NME, and because uh, that was the one we used to read. And uh, we knew, me and my friend Malcolm Richmond knew this was coming out. And I remember... Um, on Saturday, uh, for several, several Saturdays in a row, saying to my mum, Mum, you've got to take me into Slough so I can go to our price, got to get down to our price, to buy the new Frank Sidebottom record. And she's like, oh. So we did. I remember going down there two two weeks. They didn't have it. Got the new Frank Sidebottom record. No, we don't have it. The third week, yes, they had it. Frank Sidebottom salutes the magic of Freddie Mercury and Queen, which bizarrely has a Kylie Minogue song on as well. I seem to remember, as he was obsessed with um, with Kylie Minogue. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Scott's tweeted. It's a Frank Sidebottom special on Talk Radio, and Jesus, it's what we need. Get on it, boy. Oh boy, isn't it flipping heck? What has happened to radio? It, this week, it's disappeared up its own backside. Brexit this, Brexit that, Brexit this, Brexit that. I can't... Honestly, right, tonight, no, normally, normally, anything goes on this show. Anything goes, right? Not Brexit. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. We're not even going to do it. And I, I, I kind of feel a little bit cold and a bit vicious um, by saying that. But actually, flipping heck, this has to be an oasis. That's what I meant earlier on, not an island. This has to be an oasis amongst the jingoistic um, n- n- nonsense on both sides that's being pumped out. I, honestly, I don't care. It's so boring. It's so boring. Why does everyone think that, uh, oh, radio, we must talk about Europe. James O'Brien, God bless him, did three hours on it today. Three hours. I love him. I think he's one of Britain's greatest broadcasters. I switched off. So it's, it's, LBC at 10 o'clock on Thursday, by the way, are doing a whole special. They can talk about the referendum for the first time at 10 o'clock on Thursday. So I'm expecting loads of new listeners and callers at 10 o'clock on Thursday. Because, I mean, really, it's just so boring, isn't it? Isn't it? 
Um, 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Andy's on the line. Good evening, Andy. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Andy. Uh, good evening. I'm, uh, first thing I want to do is apologise for the terrible call that I made when you first started your show uh, a couple of weeks in, and I was shocking. Well, well, hang on a minute. You're going to have to remind me, is I don't even know what I did at five o'clock this afternoon. Uh, well, the first thing you want to ask me is what I wanted to speak about, and I nervously went, oh, not a lot. Um, and right. then I just sort of rambled on about David Icke and sort of talked a load of rubbish. You may have to hover over the dump button, because I might be a little bit nervous still. Well, hang on, what, are you going to, why, why, why would I have to dump you? This is insane, it's like a, well, well the, the, the kamikaze, do you know what people, we still say kamikaze flippantly, we don't say suicide bomber flippantly, it's the same thing, except the kamikazes had an aeroplane, yeah. didn't they? Didn't they? Indeed. Do you remember well, the kamikazes? Like, not, not. Well, no, I, I know of them. The I'm not kamikaze pilot. How old am I? Oh, you, now you're a tough one. Twenty-eight. Oh, thanks. I'm thirty. Well, two year, two year. I allow myself a two-year margin. Window, two year window. Year, the kamikaze pilots were the Japanese pilots that were so devoted. It's all about devotion, isn't it? When you're killing yourself for a cause you, you go to the um the the cults in america that have killed themselves the um the trend of the suicide bomber now and the kamikaze pilots it's devotion it's subjugation of self it's devotion uh to something or someone that you perceive to be bigger more important and more powerful in the great scheme of things than you are so the kamikaze pilots were trained to think nothing of themselves and think of the emperor it was the yeah. emperor and so they thought they didn't didn't think twice about um smashing their planes it's, into it's really honorable cities. thing in sort of a backwards way it was it was an honorable thing of course the the harry carry as well the suicide if they muff up the japanese muff up out comes a little little dagger and they uh, they put it in and they twist it that's so it it's a strange thing isn't it Commit, uh, committing suicide to further someone else's cause it's yeah. a, it's a straight i know you've not called in about this andy but this is just where my head is going <laughs> we were talking we were briefly mentioned this about an hour ago me, me and Kath. it's a, to further someone else's cause so so uh, the isis members the the, the suicide bombers um, or the people inspired by ISIS, they are um, doing it for for their god. The Japanese yeah. were doing it for their emperor. I can't think of anything or anyone I would die for, apart from my kids. But I'm not, uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't crash an aeroplane for my children. That would be <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, but I would, well, I would, I would jump in front of a bus if, to save my kids. It's not so bad. This is going to sound awful. It's not so bad. If you are a member of ISIS, because you you don't think you, it's going to end, you think you're going to yeah. go on to something. You're 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 going to heaven. You've done a good thing. But the kamikaze guys, did they think they were going to? That, that is interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, because the the, the ISIS suicide bombers, they're going to get seventy two virgins. That's yeah. a lot of virgins. Why 72? Why not three? And also, I've mentioned this before, Andy, the pressure 
of deflowering one person, let alone 72, would totally put me off my stroke. I once dumped a girl, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful girl, in my mid-twenties because she told me she was a virgin. And I thought, this is too much pressure. So that then having to go to heaven and having to service 72 virgins. Man alive! No, 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 no. I'd want 72 sluts. That's what I That's what I want. Then I'd be... I'm sure you train them up. And I'd be tempted. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. I've said it. It doesn't matter. But that's what I want. That's what I'd want. It's been really, it's been really great working here at Talk Radio. I've enjoyed the last three months. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Oh no, I've got you the sack. I wonder what you're right. Do you know what you you raise a really good point, and we can throw it out there because someone will know what was the reward for the kamikaze pilots. Was it? I, I would imagine the reward would have been bestowed upon their family. That yeah. Like their their they would their kids would have been given some kind of honour and that their their wife would have been given a load of money or something. That's what I yeah, imagine. But um, I'm just writing down kamikaze. It's a good word as well. Kamikaze. Kamikaze. Yeah, it's absolutely good. There's a great... Japanese. That's all right, don't There's a great... There's a great episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Are you aware of the programme? I am, but I never got into it. Oh, it's, it's like it's like the American Victor Meldry with swears. Yeah, a, a brilliant description. And he goes to visit his, I think it's his dad, who's in an old people's home, right? And there's an old Japanese fella there as well, who used to be a kamikaze pilot, but he missed. And he's there, and he <laughs> Larry says something to to annoy him, and this guy's in his wheelchair, and he looks at me, he goes. And he starts rolling the wheel t- towards him to crash into him, and then he veers off to one side. What's <laughs> that? I mean, Andy, what did you call in for, boss? Well, when I originally called in, it was a couple of days after I'd emailed you, trying to scrounge your services to come and do my skeptics in the pub in Bournemouth. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Um, and obviously, I was an idiot and realised we do it on a weekday night. And you're well, busy. no, no, not not idiotic. No, 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 no. It's um, no. You, you know, I take days off. I'm taking a day off to go and see what, a monkey in the cavern. So, um, yeah. you know, these things happen. But yes. Um, and then I put you. Well, I I I tweeted Mr. Marsh, Mr. M. Marsh, who you, uh, Will Stall was mentioning on the show the other night. Oh blimey! This is oh and blimey! I've upset, I've upset the skeptics. I've upset well, the skeptics. Uh, no. Kind of. I just wanted to defend Marsh more than anything. Yeah, no, go on. I've spoken. So, no, so right. Let, give me the. Ju- I tell you, can we go to a break and then do this? Because this should be yeah, a bit longer yeah. than we got. Brilliant, Andy. Stay there. Everyone on Periscope is going. You can put the Wi-Fi on. The Wi-Fi was on. Your plums. Your plums. You're right. You've got to stay there now, so you can't hear it. Yes, Andy. So let, 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 let me let me set the scene. Hang on a minute. Let me just. Oh dear. Put this back. Hang on. Bear with me. Bear with me. There we go. So, Can we have we, the spooky music, please? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course you, you can. like the spooky music. Yeah, I don't use... I've not been using the music enough this week, actually. And it's, it's reminded me. So, um... So, we had um, Will Store on, who is, I think, is a darn good writer. He's written um, several books. Uh, Will Store versus the Supernatural. And also the book that we were mainly talking about, Heretics, which is uh, which which blew my mind for, for many, many reasons, primarily when he tells us there is no such thing as colour. He came on the show last week. We had a lovely, lovely chat. He talked about going to a sceptic's do, and um, it upset one of the gentlemen who, um, who I don't know if he's chief sceptic, uh, a bloke called Michael Marshall, who um, I saw on Twitter had been upset at what had been said. He, had, he didn't message me 
put me in, but I, I, I followed a conversation, saw that he had been upset about what had been said. I felt terrible that he'd been upset. I reached out to him, as the Americans say these days, and I uh, apologised if he felt that it had been unfair and that uh, I didn't want to cause him any anxiety whatsoever. And I invited him to come on the show if he wanted or if I would apologise on the air if he wanted. He didn't want either of those things. He sent me a very nice email explaining his position and I replied. Right, yeah. So I want to clarify my position first. Yeah, go I on. set up a Skeptics in the Pub, pub, no, Skeptics in the pub night yeah. uh, about two years ago in Bournemouth because... I was into all that sort of thing, and I thought I could do something magic to change the world. Yes. I've kind of distanced myself a little bit from that now, partly because I've got a child and another one on the way, and I haven't got the time, and partly because it isn't quite the thing that I wanted it to be when I when I set it up. I'd never really been to one before. I yeah. just heard about them and thought, I'll set one up around here. Yeah. So... Over the years, I've, I, you know, I thought we might actually do some useful campaigning or do something useful to change the world. But all it has turned into, and I think a lot of them are, are a month where 30 or 40 people, if you're lucky, get together in a pub and listen to someone that reaffirms all of their beliefs that science is right and that's the end of it. Yeah. So it's kind of, it can just be a little bit cynics in the pub. I have always encouraged people of all the, like, opinions and beliefs to come, and any time any of them open their mouths, everyone in the room turns around and scorns at them, which oh. is not really the way it should be. Okay. But we've had Michael Marsh down a couple of times, and he is a bloody good bloke. Yeah. I've sworn a little bit there. That's a tad you see. So he um, is not really how Will Storr ca- characterised him the other night. He is the least angry sceptic that there, there is okay. going. Okay, but, 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 and I'll let you finish the sentence, but... Yeah. Uh, Will Storr was simply recounting his, um, his, it was his opinion, it was, yeah. it was his narrative, and I, I didn't need, I felt I didn't need to bring him in check because he said nothing that was libelous. Oh, yeah, totally. And, and we I'm all, sorry. we all, we all, you know, what's, what's that, um, the, the Kurosawa film, Rashomon? where it's four people who have all been to the same event and they're all telling a completely different story because they've all seen something different. We, we, we all interpret yeah, people interpret. and their actions and the way they interact with us differently. Exactly, as Will was saying the other night. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, but I would agree with him that there are lots and lots of sceptics that do fit that. They, they come across as angry. Yeah. But whether that's always angry or just passionate... Is it, there a difference? It, well, not really. It, it, it ends up being anger, doesn't it? There you go. That was easier than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but passionate or angry people yeah. are the people that actually get things done and get change in the world. Well, really moderate sceptic people don't do anything about well, it. Well, well, um, they not go as far as me and setting up a night, maybe. If they, but really are you angry? No, that's. I was a little bit then. <laughs> but I don't. Th- I don't think. I don't know if necessarily angry. Uh, angry people don't necessarily get stuff. Done. I know lots of moderate, sensible people who who uh, achieve things quite often. Oh, you angry, can achieve things. yeah. But, but well, that's the same as getting things done, isn't it? Well, I'm th- t- talking about changing something in in the the way the world works. Well, but no, but I, again, I would disagree. I I think that y- y- you right. Two things about angry people, right? One, they may not get things done. They're just shouting very, very loudly and often just yeah. just stirring stuff up. And secondly, um, you 
you only, if they do get things done, you only know because they're shouting all the time. Yeah. So th- th- there are loads of mild-mannered people. I mentioned a minute ago that I, 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 when I found out about Frank Sidebottom, I was going off to Great Ormond Street where I was doing some voluntary work. There were th- 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 there were loads of people there who were doing voluntary work that that didn't shout about it. Yeah. That did it. The people, their, their, their colleagues at work didn't even know that they did it, but yet they were making a real impact on people's lives. Gandhi didn't go around getting angry. True. This is true. Um, this kind of defending the people that do get angry, I don't know whether that's, that's not really my main point. Marsh is one of the people that doesn't do that. Like lots of skeptics, as I say, would turn around in the, in the room when I put the night on when someone voiced an opinion that was different to theirs. Yeah. And much like with the subject that we're not allowed to talk about on Facebook tonight, if you see anyone discussing that, or on Twitter, they're not discussing facts for more than one comment. It then just turns to a parage of Remainers and, oh, no, I nearly said it all, yeah. It just, it you're turns talking, into You're talking, attack. you're talking not, Brexit! Not, not, no, it's no, I didn't banned! I, I, it just I'm voting out, I, I, out of the EU conversation! Yes, yeah, yeah. So, I'll skip over that bit. Marsh is really nice. Marsh talks to people of different opinions he, he's not an angry guy but well listen i think um, i really think though and I've, I've i've spoken to you know we've emailed and i've apologized if he was upset but w- w- i mean w- w- you're focusing i can't i don't even really remember the interview that part of the interview that well it was it was a minor part in the interview for us obviously not for marsh but um uh i, I mean what what exactly did he say that got every, that's got everyone so upset? He said that he was angry. Was that it? With that one word? Uh, well, no. He just seemed to think that like he, he was saying, like, why why does anyone care if people use homeopathy? Why? Do, but that's they, his opinion. But, homeopathy. but that's yeah. his opinion. That's his opinion. Why? He, his opinion. Will Store's opinion is I am making up because he's not here, and I don't really like doing that. But um, is he doesn't understand why people get so upset about homeopathy, and yeah, that's fine. But- why does he care about ghosts in that case? Like, you know, that's not really do- No, but he, he doesn't really care about ghosts. He, he wrote a book about ghosts. But, you know, why do I care about the monkeys? It doesn't... No one in this... No one, in, you know, within a five-mile radius cares that I care about the monkeys. And he doesn't yeah. understand... He won't understand that. He doesn't understand why people get so upset about homeopathy. And that's his opinion, and that's, that's fine. Yeah. The thing, I, the thing I've kind of got a little bit of... Um is that people being offended for the sake of being offended. People being upset because he said something that doesn't fit your narrative. Yeah, and that, that's... Well, a, then get over it. A, yeah, no, no, no. no. I, and I say, that, I say that with respect, but get over it. it. You know, loads of people say stuff that doesn't fit your narrative. He, he, he said that, that Marsh got angry about homeopathy. He doesn't understand why he's angry about homeopathy. That's it. Yeah. And yeah. I've, I've apologised to the bloke... And I've given it, he said, if he wants to come on, he's welcome to come on. I feel terrible that he had a sleepless night about it. But, but that's it. It doesn't fit in with your narrative. Get over it. Yeah, and that's kind of what I've, I've found up to agree with that, to some degree. That I just, oh, you're quite good. You've actually made me realise things I was thinking that I didn't know I was thinking. That's why you're on the radio. It's literally my pleasure, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, th- uh, oh, yeah. thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. And I, honestly, I felt terrible. Thank you, Andy. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I felt terrible when this guy had had a sleep this night because of something that had been said on my show. That's not what this show is. I'm not one of those winkers that that does that. That wants to go on and why. I'm not a John Gaunt. Uh, you know, in the past, I've I have been a loud mouth and I have been obnoxious and I have happily wound people up in, in, in that way. 
Um, but I'm not a John Gorn. I'm not a, I can't think of any of the other people that do that kind of nonsense. But that's not what, it's not what this show is, right? This show is, um, um, yeah, Hopkins. That's like, that's the one at the moment, isn't it? That Hopkins or, um, or even in Collins does it. It's not what this show is about. Really, and I felt honestly, I felt terrible that this this, this bloke had had a sleepless night because of something that had been said on my show, and he seems like a decent bloke. So I I, I am apologising on air. Okay, I've done it on Twitter, I've done it privately in email. I, I'm happy to do it on air. Of course I am. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. What an interesting start to the show. We've had um, skeptics, we've had kamikaze. Oh yeah, we need to. Very rarely do we ask questions on this show, but I I, I do want to know what reward did the kamikaze pilots get for um for doing it. Was, I, I, was it was it a religious thing what religion are the japanese um shinto shinto is that a religion who are they praising these japanese are crazy who are they praising uh, and the emperor was considered divine wasn't he okay we'll, we'll, we'll find out something oh wait four 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 nine nine one thousand so your homework was to watch the movie kung fu elliot you've got until friday Okay, you've got until Friday to watch it. We've got Jarrett and Matthew, who are the directors, not Janet, as Catherine thought one of them was called. They're coming on on Friday at 10 o'clock, top of the show, right? I know loads of you have watched it. It's a brilliant documentary. It gets one star on Netflix. Ignore that. It gets one star from a guy who, I've read the review, who thought it was like a kung fu film, like Jackie Chan or something, because there's no martial arts in it. It Honestly, it's brilliant, but... It has... I've just had an email from one of the directors, which I need to reply back to, because I'm... It... I'm not sure if it's fake or not. And as someone said, it, if it is, does it matter? Not massively. It matters a little bit. Not massively, because it, it was it was 80 minutes of pure enjoyment and, th- and thrills. Um, and I had loads of people saying, oh, I'm, I'm half an hour into it and it's boring. Stick with it. Stick with it, because an hour in, whom, it becomes a completely different film. Now, I don't know, Kyle, uh, Jonathan Allen, stay there, 0844 It'd be nice to get some women calling in this evening, please. We had loads on Friday, and there are not many yesterday, so let's, you know, that'll be, will be nice. I'm not convinced that this film is genuine now. Now, it's a brief synopsis. It's this Canadian martial arts star who is making his own martial arts movies. The first one called They Killed My Cat. I have been looking online for a copy of They Killed My Cat. Can't find it anywhere. No one's uploaded it to YouTube. No one's, no copies on eBay, nothing. So I thought, aha, I know how we can prove if this is real or not. Well, we, I'll email the producers, the directors, and say, have you got a copy of They Killed My Cat? They've just replied. Yeah, but not online, colon, slash, which looks like a rat, rat face. DVD copy. Ooh, so, yeah, so I'm going to reply, could you rip me a copy and get it to me? There we go. That, that's what I'm going to do now. Here we go. Hang on a second. Bear, bear with me, Jonathan. Jonathan? Hello? Yes, could you rip me a copy and send it via WeTransfer? Let's see. Uh, Jonathan! Hello? I ca- Right, here's the thing, right? We have decided 
Uh, and I was talking to Catherine about this, right? That um, someone's behaviour online is separate to if it is if if someone if someone's behaviour online is separate and different to the way they they be, present themselves to me on this show, then I am going to choose. I'm going to try to choose to ignore their online presence. Um, now, yesterday, Jonathan, we discussed some of your tweets. And I now keep getting loads and loads of people tweeting me, retweeting me, your tweets. Can everyone stop it? Because if I want to see, if I want to see Jonathan's tweets, if I want to go and see the poison and nastiness and passive aggression and sometimes not passive but aggression and racist and homophobic nonsense that this man spouts on Twitter, I'll go and look for it myself, right? But I choose not to, okay? So just everyone, please stop sending me the poison, the obnoxious filth that Jonathan tweets as I don't want to see it, okay? So let me just reiterate, the absolutely disgusting, vile, nasty, mean-spirited, racist, homophobic, obnoxious, poisonous, vile, filth that Jonathan chooses to tweet from his account, I don't need to see that. So please don't include me in that when you retweet it. Jonathan, what you got for us? I'd like to talk about uh, Roman Reigns and John Cena. I don't... I, the, the, Roman Reigns is the... That's the second time in, in three minutes I've ever heard of that name because someone just tweeted it. I don't know who Roman Reigns is. Roman Reigns is a wrestler. Right. As is John Cena. Okay. And I wanted to ring uh, about them. Yes. Because, quite frankly, I'm sick to death of their, their company ramming them down our throats. When, 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 have you, when was the last time you had a muscular wrestler rammed down your throat? It's a figure of speech. Okay. I mean, Cena has improved slightly over the years, but I just find his, his whole act completely annoying. And as for Reigns, I preferred him better when he was the silent, brooding bodyguard in the shield. I don't want to see him thrust down everyone's throats in a role that fans, like myself, are not ready to accept him in. I have literally no idea what the hell you are talking about. talking about wwe right say what you said again i don't like cena and roman reigns being rammed down our throats because we cena's no good 
and Reigns, it, he's not ready for the role that WWE think. How old are you? Uh, three decades plus. Thirty-eight. We'll call it okay. Yeah, we'll call it that. Grow up, man. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Uh, Alan's on the line. Good evening, Alan. Hip, hip, hip. I hope that's his mouth. I haven't had this for a long time. He's been on the line for 36 minutes, but how do you fall asleep on the phone? If you've ever fallen asleep on the phone, or the loo, 0844 499 1000. Alan. Alan Caddick. Alan Caddick. Alan! Alan! Oi! Oi! Alan, what the flipping it? How are you supposed to work on this? Alan Caddick! Oh, dear. Um, let's try it. All right, hang on a second. Let's try some music. Hang on a minute. Let's try this. Oh, jeez. It's a loading sound for a ZX81. This might wake him. Hey, you don't get much more avant-garde on national radio than this. There's a fat man asleep and a ZX81 game loading. Alan! Alan Caddick! Alan!
No, OK, we'll just leave him there. Let's go to, uh, Kyle. Good evening, Kyle. Good evening. You OK? Yeah, yeah, fine. You are up? Uh, yeah, I was, I was actually ringing you, uh, because I'm, uh, I'm thrilled that you're doing that for Frank. However, yes. uh, I, I am a, I'm a wrestling fan, you know, if you want to mock me. I'm confused why Jonathan's ran your shot to talk about wrestling. I'm confused why Caddick's asleep. I've got no idea what's going on. This is this is this what? is the problem. This is this is the the uh, the, the 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 country is. We, you know the phrase "going to hell in a handcart." Well, it's tonight. Mm. It's happened. It turns out Ferrari and all of those right wing um, they were right. We are going to hell in a handcart, and it's at twenty to eleven tonight. Well, I, don't, I just don't understand, because Caddick also sounds like Darth Vader. Yeah. Or he's got some sort of chest problem. Yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but Can, anyway, let me, no, let me, let me just, hang on, Kyle, let me just try a Pavlovian yeah. thing. Hang on a second. Someone's, okay. um... Okay. Who suggested this? Adrian has suggested we try this. This is a Pavlovian thing. He might respond to this in his sleep. Mm-hmm. Call me now, 0844991000. No, he really is asleep. He, he normally say, we'll call you back. He really is asleep. Yes, Kyle! Uh, yeah, no, I was just going to say, uh, I had the pleasure of seeing Frank, uh, probably 2006, maybe, or no, 2005, it was just, you know when he just uh, did that comeback thing, just around the channel. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah, that's when, if, uh, I think he first came on LBC, first time I met him properly. Yeah, yeah, so he was doing all that, and, um, I guess it was a really entertaining gig, but I went to see, um... What do you call it? The rough cut of the uh, Frank movie. The, oh yeah, you know, the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any and good. Uh, I ended up sat with uh, Rick, who was the bass player in the Freshies, yep. and uh, then later ended up as uh, what was it? Oh, it was I can't remember the name of Frank. But, oh, he's, oh, he's caught a thingy blimey band. Oh, the old blimey big band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And uh, there was just some uh, just uh, amazing, just an amazing set of people. I think yeah. all three of the bands were there at yeah, one yeah. point. I, I've seen a 45-minute edit of it about a year ago, um, uh, but, uh, but it's now down to, he's got it down to 11 hours. Uh, Steve, oh, Steve yeah. Sullivan, who's making the Frank documentary, is going to come on when he's got it in a, in a more workable state. But uh, I cannot wait to see that movie. I would love to see the uh, the full uh, the full stuff and all the stuff as well. That I think, and I don't, you probably know this story, but um, there was like a little local radio station, where or like a pirate one that uh, asked uh, Frank to do some jingles for them, and they thought, oh, we're never going to hear it. And then uh, he apparently he sent them a tape back where he put a bit of chewing gum or some old tape on the top of an old. Now that's what oh, I call fantastic. music. And recorded them all and sent them back and said, oh, I hope these are all right. He's, he's an absolute legend. I miss Chris. I miss Frank. Thank you, Kyle. 0844 499 Tony, Julie, stay there. Come to you after this. When you wake up, Alan, you will kill the French president. When you wake up, Alan, you will kill the French president. We're back. Okie dokie. Alan is still there. Alan. In fairness to Alan, he's... <coughs> Hello? He's making more sense than he normally does. So, we can work with that. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone. Alan? Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, we are a Brexit-free zone completely. Normally, normally, I will allow talk about anything, right? Anything goes on this show. But tonight, no Brexit, man. Jeez, I mean, I, I love radio. There's been nothing to listen to on the radio 
all day. It's all been Brexit, Brexit, Brexit. You've had Bor- you've had Nick Ferrari gently making love to Boris Johnson this morning, uh, and then you've had you, you, oh, it's just oh, it's just on and on and on. Both sides, both sides, boring, boring, boring. So tonight, let's just no. No, thank you. We'll have none of that. Anything else goes. Tony, stay there. Come to you in a minute. Julie's on the line. Evening, Julie. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Julie. Um, I was phoning in to say that I'd fallen asleep on the phone, but do you know what? You said something that I would really like to ask you about. Yes. And that is, you said going to hell in a handcart. Yes. I know that going to hell in a handcart means kind of going to hell quickly, but why a handcart? Oh. Well, um, that's a really good... Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Because some people say going to hell in a handbasket as well. I'm well, those people, are, I... those people are wrong, and, and they're the reason we're going to hell in a handcart <laughs> because they think it's handbaskets. I, I don't understand the relevance here's, of a handcart. Here's something, Julie. Julie. After yeah. yesterday, we discovered there are only five colours in the rainbow, despite the songs yeah. and, and the Richard yeah. Gottgate Battle of Vain saying there are seven. Yeah. And there are made-up colours, yeah. magenta, which we can't actually see. Call mm. it to someone, right? I would like to blow your mind again, Julie. Would you mind? Do it. Go on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mumble something. Oh, God. And I want you to tell me what I've just said. Okay. Bits and bobs. Bits and bobs? What was that? Bits and bobs? Boom! That's not what it is! <laughs> That's not what it is! <laughs> do you want to know <laughs> what... It, do you want to know what the phrase really is? Catherine knows, because she's, she's smart. Can, like just, me. can you do it again? Well, no, th- you've got the right, you, you, you picked up on the right phrase, and that's what okay. everyone says. Everyone says yeah. bits and bobs, bits and bobs. My little okay. boy for Father's Day made me this lovely, um, it's like a ladybird with a, a clip on it, and it says, it's got a little sign that says, for bits and bobs. And I was furious, yeah. I almost threw it in his face, like, he's only four and he's fractured <laughs> his foot. So Why? What is it then? Bibs and bobs. No. Yeah. Why, why bibs though? Well, wh- why, why bits? Because it's small bits that you put together in one yeah. place. Well, it's not. It's bibs and bobs. <laughs> oh. It's actually bibs and bobs. Mind just blown, Julie, huh? It is. Yeah. It is blown. Yeah, yeah. This is got, th- I don't know what to say now. They, they don't, you don't need to say anything. That's, that's what I'm here for. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I'm here to blow people's minds, guys. And I'm happy to do it. Tony's on the line. Good evening, Tony. Oh, hello, Ian. Hip, hip, hip. found you at last. Sorry? I found you at last. Where, well, you found me. Did you lose me? I did, yeah. Well, you found I me. I lost you on, you know, on the uh, previous job. Oh, the, you were li- you, the, the old BBC when they shafted That's me. The yes, well, uh, 3CR. No, well, yes, no, I'm here. And, uh, have you only just found me? Yes, I have. Oh, I must get a smartphone. Otherwise, I could have had... Um, more time listening to you. Well, it doesn't matter. You've missed nothing. We've been warming up. We've been, right. we've been kind of idling. <laughs> Our engines have been idling, waiting. We're going, we can't do this properly until Tony finds us. Tony's found right. us. Let's oh, do it good. properly. Okay, here we go, then, Ian. Full speed ahead, yes, and uh, we'll take off. And if, um, if the sound of a, uh, a ZX81 uh, yes. program loading won't wake him up, nothing will. Well, nothing will. What's I mean, that? Yes. Go on. I, I, I was going to say, I think I recognise that. Was that the um, uh, flight simulator program? No, it wasn't. D- uh, it was. It was a program. It was brilliant. It's actually, it's genius, right? It's by Chris Seavey, who was Frank Sidebottom, uh, and uh, it's, right. it, he wrote. So it, you would load the game up, then you would turn the tape over, and it would tell you to press play on the cassette player and the space bar at the same time, mm-hmm. and then the song would play through the cassette, and the computer, the ZX eighty one would do a video 
that went along with the song. Yeah, oh, genius. Uh, uh, utter genius. Uh, you, uh, I'll, <laughs> do you know what? Uh, it was, was it Dan, I think, who sent me the link for that? Uh, yes, it was. Thank you, Dan. I'm going to retweet that link in a second, because, honestly, watch it. It is flipping brilliant. He, Fred, Fred, Chris Eby was brilliant, right? They were skint. And his wife gave him the money to go and pay the gas bill in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. He says, go to the gas board. This is when there was a gas board. And mm-hmm. go, go and pay the gas bill. This is all the money. Alan! <laughs> nope. go, this is all the money we've got, right? <laughs> So he went, he went off to pay the gas bill and he came back with a WH Smith's bag. And she said, what, what have you bought, Chris? He went, I bought a ZX81. It cost about 120 quid in those days, I think. She said, well, well that was, that was the gas money. He said, no, 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 no. We're going to be millionaires writing video games. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, Imagine that's a true story. Imagine yeah. living with that. Oh, wonderful! Frank Sidebottom was brilliant. Oh, he was—he 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 was, he was wonderful. I, I miss him so much. He was such a such a yeah. Leader. I didn't know he'd uh, passed on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kamikaze pilots, in Ian. Yeah, go on. Right. Uh, I think they—they uh, they do. Um, the religion is Shinto in uh, in Japan, and uh, and they were uh, making the ultimate sacrifice for the emperor, I believe. I'm not sure. Remember but what then, what was the room? Was, was it Hirohito? I'm, I make up. It was Hirohito. Uh, sounds about right. Sounds about right. But then, what was their what, what was their um, reward? Well, only only service for the emperor, who was the ultimate person within uh, you know within the religion and within Japan. So that's it. Service of the em- service of the emperor. You didn't get so. yeah, you know, yeah. you, the kids didn't get made no, into no, like no, sirs or anything like that. That's outrageous. <laughs> but yet they did it. It's they the, certainly did. It, they did it. Uh, the, the, the Japanese race is still generalization coming yeah, here, guys. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah, still yeah. S- um, more subservient yeah. than other races. That's right. I like that uh, comment you made about um, the uh, wheelchair. Uh, uh, user who missed. Yeah, 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 yeah. in, uh, Kirby Enthusiasm. There's another Douglas Adams, um, uh, saying as well. Um, I think it's, um, I can't remember, oh, Hitchhiker's, uh, Gone to the Galaxy. Um, the secret of flying is to throw yourself at the ground and miss. Oh, blimey. Oh, you haven't, you haven't heard that one then? No, I've not, I've not heard that one. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna oh. go and drop some LSD 25 and I'm going to try it. <laughs> Tony, I'm glad you found us every... Thank you, mate. It's good to hear your voice. Every Monday to Friday, 10 till 1. Um, let me give you two of the ways you can enjoy this show. Um, oh, well, you can um, go to talkradio.co.uk. You can listen online. If you're listening... There, by the way, if you're listening, like, on your smartphone or something like that, or you're on Periscope, if you go to talkradio.co.uk and just leave the window open, does, it gets my figures up a little bit. That's nice. Uh, or you can download the Talk Radio smartphone app, guys. The Talk Radio smartphone app. I've got it. And it's on page one, I think, of my um, smartphone apps. Not all of them are. Oh, I did, um... Hang on. Alan? No. I downloaded one of those couch to 5K apps. I pa- I paid for it. There were loads of free ones. And I paid £2.79 for one because I thought, oh, that would be better. That would make me fitter faster. Because I'm losing a bit of weight. Trying to. Uh, no, I'm losing weight. And, um, so I, I went for kind of my first run today. Can I have an out time, please, Josh, from you have a moment? I was, went for my first, um, run today using the app, short for application. And actually, thank you. It was less, 
I ran less than I'd been running before, but I ran 2.63 kilometres. It's quite simple. They do the thing where you walk, walk. Oh, jeez. That is disgusting. They do the thing. I'll tell you a minute. Simon's waiting to come on. Evening, Simon. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. What you got for us, boss? How you doing? Hey, I just wanted to say, I don't know if you remember, I phoned a couple of weeks ago about, uh, I told you about that Mandela effect, but you just did one yourself, the bibs and bobs. Bibs and bobs, yes, 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 bibs and bobs. I mean, I don't know where it originates from, and I, I, I always hesitate slightly uh, doing the origins of words and phrases, because it feels a little bit mic sticking to me. Um, okay. Uh, but, 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 but if you know where bibs what? and bobs come from, then, then spew. I don't know where bibs and bobs comes from, but I do know that everyone thinks it's bits and bobs, but now suddenly it's bibs and bobs. But there's other examples. Go on. Right. You know, Luke, I am your father from Star Wars. Oh, no, hang on a minute. You're the fella, the, 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 yeah. the alternate timelines fella. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. I am, yeah. It's I am your father, Luke. It's no, I am your father. Check it out. He never says, Luke, I am your father. It's no, I am your father. Okay, well, but that's just misremembered quotes. That doesn't mean we're in an alternate timeline. Yeah, okay. Uh, you remember, uh, what's it called? You know, what's the uh, Field of Dreams? You seen the film? No. You've seen Field of Dreams. If, I, they build, not... if you build it, they will come. I've not seen it. You haven't seen Field of Dreams? I've not seen Field of Dreams. That's not me being obtuse. I genuinely haven't seen Field of Dreams. Is it about? It's about ghosts, isn't it? Uh, so now I haven't seen it. Have you seen, uh, Jaws? Have you seen Field of Dreams? Yeah, but it must have been when I was about nine. It was well, is it about ghosts ago. or not? Why are you censoring... I think, I, think they, I think he builds a baseball pitch for ghosts. You, you, um, uh, truth, truth, you couldn't take the truth. That's few good men. Yeah. It's, it's not, not it's, just, it's, it's just, I just made handle. that look. Handle, handle as Messiah. Okay, go on, give us give us another one. Okay, Jaws. Have you seen Jaws? You're going to need a bigger boat. It's not. It's you, you are going to need a bigger boat. Oh, come Google on, it. mate. Now you're... Now are you... Google it. Google it. Google the script. Okay, so... Well, hang on. Google the script, but what... Do, all right, hang on. All right, all right. But even still, it's a tiny... Jaws, you're going to... All right, let's... let's okay, let's... Um, Okay, let's let's play. Oh, we might be. Let's see. If, okay, let's see if we can squeeze this in. Um, I'm going to skip forward a bit. And hang on, no, hang on. We're deciding your future here. I've got the scene from Jaws. Here we go. Here we go. What's he going to say? You're going to need a bigger boat. Thank you very much indeed. You're going to need a bigger boat? Yeah. Yeah, not we're. No, you... I said you're. No, you said we're. Did I say we're wrong? I said you're going to need a bigger boat. No, you said we're. Get out of town, Simon, you lying little toe rag. Talk Radio.
Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Listen to Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, phone number. Um, I'm just trying to. It's six years since Frank Sidebottom passed, so um, I'm trying to find some nice Frank Sidebottom songs to play. I haven't got all the songs on my computer, unfortunately. Otherwise, I'll play them. Oh, Oh, here's a good one. Yeah. Here's a good one. There we go. This is... Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. That's Alan Caddick. You voted for him to stay. This is your doing, dear listener. It's not my doing. This is your doing. You did this. I was quite happy for him to go. You did this. You made this happen, guys. You made this happen. Gatford's on the line. Good evening, Gatford. 
Uh, evening. I've got two ways to wake Alan up, which I think will work. Yes. I've I've known Alan for eight years. Are you gonna you're gonna wiggle your bum at him? No. Okay. Freezes that I think will work. Number one, the catchphrase. Yeah. Alan, excuse me. Excuse me! Excuse me! Excuse me! Excuse me! Excuse me! Really deep. The other one is letting know that Kathy Barry's at the door. Who's Who's Kathy Barry? It's it's a lady he likes. He's been on about. How could I'm trying to picture the scene, right? Yeah. He's not on speakerphone. No, he's cut. I reckon he's lying with his phone to the ear, but his mouth or no, his mouth to the phone, but his ear nowhere near the ear bit. Yeah. Like, like, you know, not on hand three, but like, you know, not really listening. It's quite melodic. It, I know, but you try sleeping next to that all, all night, every night. Yeah. Hey, Pinnick. Yeah, wouldn't he, work, wouldn't work. He can, um, um... Small for Britain? Yeah, you can get those things. No, sorry, I've just dropped one and it's just throwing me off my... Oh, it, I have, and it's just, it's just knocked me for six a little bit. I wasn't expecting yeah. that. Um... He, you can get those strips. We mentioned these yesterday. These strips don't come in, Kath. Oh, what the things on the nose? <laughs> she don't. She's playing the air freshener in. Uh, something. I think. Uh, a, I think a rat may have crawled up my bottom and died, judging uh, by the what's going on. Oh, no. Um, he, uh, yeah, the the snore strips that also help if you've got I a cold. Those. They they don't work. Oh, they work for me. Do they? It may be, and I'm going to say this with love and affection because you're a fat Here man. No, yeah, no, 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 but it, it, it no, could be, couldn't yeah, it? Why do fat men yeah. snore so much? What is it? Is it is it the flap well, at the I, back of your throat? I assume so. Yeah, I assume it's that when we lie down, the fat just wobbles, and that's the sound. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Jonathan's not very clued up on his WWE either because if he knows anything, he should know that Roman Reigns has now been suspended. <sighs> for 30 days for drug use so oh. really he shouldn't be complaining oh dear so jonathan jonathan does, does not know what you're I talking about on air uh, or on twitter uh I, I i people are saying did you know that alan was snoring during news well yeah. well are you getting in trouble for this well it's been great working here guys <laughs> not again <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll be somewhere else they'll, they'll, they'll always be somewhere you else. anywhere else no, 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 no. This, this is, this is. It, after this, it's John Gaunt's podcasts. Uh, you know, oh my word! Man alive. Um, we'll, 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 we'll see what happens. I've got. It's weird. It's weird, Alan, because I, I, I that Alan the Gatford, sorry. Yes. As you know, I'm a, I'm a huge radio fan. Right? I'm a proper radio geek, and on oh. Radio Four Sunday nights, and it, um, I guess the first one went out this weekend. I must listen to it because it was the program I wanted to do. Basically, it was, it was this woman whose name escapes me. Apologies. Um, who's been broadcasting for years, and she has kind of done like a series as to why radio is so powerful. It's a shame uh, the series has started because I'm sure the last 40 minutes of this show would have made it into the final edit. Maybe they can get it into a last episode or something maybe. extra. And I, and I, it's the show I wanted to do. The, you know, did, you know, I did the Early mm. versus Radio, and I give these talks, which is about um, why I'm so passionate about radio, and I wanted always wanted to do a show on Radio Four about it. Never mind. Um, but today has been really hard. It's been hard to listen to radio because it's all been about Brexit, right? And I listen to speech radio. I don't listen to music radio. Yeah. Know. It's all been about Brexit, right? And I know even it's... The, even the talk, even the music radio is Brexit, Doug. Were they? I mean... Oh, that's... Hang on a minute. That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound healthy. No. I mean, and I know it's a big thing, right? But it's everywhere. <laughs> and guess guess what, right? It's really boring. And I, I've, I've, I've said this from day one. I don't know if people are real are, are that interested in it. I think the media, the newspapers, the radio stations are having you know 
they're wetting their pants over it. But I don't think what? the ordinary person is that bothered, are they? What's going to be interesting is, and it's not going to happen until Thursday. It's probably not going to happen until about Monday, maybe Monday week. Yeah. What happens next? What they talk about next for eight hours on certain other radio stations. Yeah. When it's over, when the decision's made and the fallout's happened. It's... What would Frank make of Brexit? I don't, I don't know. Oh, that would be good. Um, I'd like to hear Frank sing. But it's, Frank. I, I, I've been trying to drive to London, oh. then drive home, then drive somewhere else, then drive here, and all of the, you know, so I've driven all over the place. I've been in the car a lot. And I, um, I, I couldn't listen to talk. I couldn't no. listen to LBC. Nope. Um, I listened to a bit of Radio 4, but then I couldn't listen to PM. Um, and, and it was just, it's just been really sad day for radio, man. It's been awful. And Thursday's going to be just as bad, isn't it? No, no. You're going to get... No, Thursday, no, no, no. Through the roof. Thursday day, up until 10 p.m., it's going to be brilliant because they want, we're not allowed to yeah. talk about it. Come 10 p.m., though, then boom, it's going to be all, all, all over the place again, except on this show. And, and you're right, LBC are doing a, a Brexit special, 10 o'clock on, on Thursday night. So I'm, I'm, I'm so excited because we're just going to get so many new listeners, which is great because then I'll able to be able to talk to you properly about Brexit and tell you what. No, of course I won't. It's no, 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 I wouldn't like that. Um, my, my abiding memory of Frank was the time I got to speak to him on your show. Yeah. Uh, and to join in on the song. And, uh, and, um, yeah, I, I'm, I miss him as well. Not in the same way, because I didn't know him in the same way that well, you I did. didn't know him particularly well, but, you know. I, I, no, I was... but you got, you got to know him, but I, the very first Triple M that I listened to, which was not for anyone who's not familiar, was Frank. And you have never caught so much on oh. the air. Because he would just go, oh yes, and you would just laugh your head the off. The thing was, well, the first time he did it with me, he, he had the head, the head on. And it right. turns out he can't see out of the head very well. <laughs> if you ever watch Frank, if you ever watch a Frank video, and you know that he's pretty much blind in that head, it starts yeah. to make a lot more sense. He can't see anything yeah. with the head on, right? Because tiny eyes, and they're covered. So, and also he couldn't hear. He can't hear it as well. So he's deaf and blind basically when he's got the head on. And again, if you watch a video of it, it makes so much more sense, right? So he, and that's partly why I was laughing because he didn't have a clue what was going on. The later ones he did, he didn't, he didn't wear the head, and we would turn did the webcam off. He put the off. Of the head. Uh, he, he, I think he held yeah, the headphones oh, up. That would have been good. That would have been good. But the, the later times he came on, we, we turned the webcam off, and he just would wrap the. Uh, he had yeah. gaffer tape around his nose to give him that voice. He would, he'd just put a load of gaffer tape around his nose, and he would do it like I that. I remember that one of your producers really didn't like him. Davis, I know, and I, I, yeah. I, I told him off on air for being rude. No to one, him, being rude. No one liked him. So no, he's doing his spinning classes. I know. He's, yeah. Yeah. Gaffer, listen, thank you very much indeed. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, first lady of the night. It's Lady Caddick. It's Anna. Good evening. Anna. Hello, how are you? Hello, Lady Caddick. Oh, I'm Lady Caddick, am I? Well, y yes, because you, for, you, you, for a long time, competed to be the um, uh, first caller of the night. I flaxed tonight, though. Well, yeah, but that's but then Alan's gi uh, given up on it, and, and, and you've given up on it. It's like you two are in sync. You're, 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 um, um, you're in. Oh, Is that him actually snoring? Yes, he's on, he's on the line now. Yeah, he's been on the line for um, uh, well over an hour. Mm. Well, he's been on since ten o'clock, so he's been on for an hour. Alan, Alan. He's all right. Here's the thing, right? Here's what we'll do. I've just worked it out. This is the best competition we've ever had on radio, right? 
ages ago we had a book to give away the tommy james book that me the mob and the music it's a brilliant book and we never gave it away the person that can either wake alan up or is on the phone when alan wakes up will win that book how about that huh he's up for it alan, do you want a date do you want a date offer to play with Anna? his willy no i'm not gonna do that you can't do that what have you got for us anna so, uh, what's your, what's your show, what is your show doing tonight? What are you doing? Because <laughs> well, that <laughs> sentence is in English. What is the show doing tonight? <laughs> what are you, what is going on tonight? I don't really, um, I don't really know. We're talking uh, about kamikaze pilots and, and suicide bombers. We're got, talking about Frank Sidebottom. Um, we're talking about, I went for, I've got this, this running app. I'm using this running app now. Day one. Day one. I need to put, oh, that's what I was going to do in the office in, instead of prep for the show. I need to put music on my, um, on my phone, right? Because I've got no music on my phone. I don't use it. I use it to make phone calls. Yeah. Um, so I was doing, using the running app. I've only got two songs on there and they're ballads, slow ballads, romantic ballads for when I'm in the mood um uh, and and so i had to do it to silence right and every three minutes you get this american robot going you're doing great so are you like running upstairs and no no going for i took the dog out for a walk and you walk for five minutes warm up it's easy man walk for five minutes warm up then you run for a minute then you walk for a minute and a half then you run for a minute then you walk for a minute and a half. You do that for 25 minutes. Then you walk off. And then, then, then the last five minutes, I think, is you just walk for five minutes to, to warm down. Well, I didn't even bother with that. You, everyone knows you know, don't need to do warm downs when you do exercises. That's uh, for babies. And um, although they feel quite stiff. I don't know if there's anything. Um, um, and, and just every few minutes. That's fantastic running. Mm. Actually said that. She said it to me. And here's the thing, right? Here's the thing I did, right? I'm going to use the dump button. Let's hope it works, right? You're going to hear this, Periscopers. You'll hear this, Hannah. You'll hear this, Alan. The listener won't hear it, right? So every time she said that, Hannah, I came up with... (laughs) I hope you dumped it. I hope we dumped it. The button's lit up. Josh has given me the double thumbs up. That either means, yes, it's dumped, or yes, his plan to get me the sack by disabling the dump system has worked. Haddock, did you hear that? Hang on. Is he talking in his sleep or is he dying? Kadonk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what, Hannah? I, I hate to say it. That's, I think that's the funniest thing you've ever said. The comic timing there was beautiful. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. Anything else? Uh, no, that's it for now. All right, we'll speak to you later on. Thank you. Uh, Luke and Guy, stay there. 0844 499 1000. Four pound of chips here. Yeah. We prepared earlier. Yeah. All right. We're gonna put them into the pan. How long have they been out of water? It's a video of chips of being fried. Right, this okay. might wake so him. Thanks to Lena. Good hour out of water. Yeah. So they're nice and dry. Yeah. And so yeah. you're not wet yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's chips, Alan. Yeah. Got chips for your tea. And pour the bucket away from you. Right. Yeah. So you don't get any fresh spot back. Chips for tea, Alan. He's just putting them in now. It's important now to close the lid. Yeah. Alan Chips! Okay. Whoever is on the line when Alan wakes up, 
or whoever wakes him up will win a copy of the Tommy James book. I cannot say fairer than that. It's the best competition ever. Um, someone has just tweeted, thank you, Stephen. Stephen gets it. Stephen gets Not everyone gets it, right? Not everyone gets this show. And that is brilliant. Stephen gets it. The perfect antidote to that boring political debate is talk radio right now. Frank Sidebottom songs and a real sleeping caddick. I mean, yeah, he gets it. Uh, thank you, Stephen. I, I, I appreciate that. That's a perfect summary. If we could send it off to the Radio Times, so that can be the uh, description. Um, Luke, stay there. Let's go to Guy. Good evening, Guy. Guy? Oh, he's not asleep as well, is he? Guy? I think we've... I think we've we've lost guy okay let's go to luke evening luke hip 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 yeah couple of quick things uh i've just done a drawing for you lot at talk radio another drawing i don't know if you've seen it now i did see it it's excellent who is it of well, anyone really? Oh, so thought, yeah! I'll just put hip, hip, hip on. For I like that. that. It's nice. That it's um, it's uh, again, it's the big eyes that look like Kate Garraway's um boobs. Fair <laughs> to that. Fair dues to that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, and it's, yes. Another way to try and wake me old booty up yeah. is download one of them air horns to your phone, like the apps. Oh yeah, hang on a minute. I, uh, let, let me get. See if they can work, wake him up. Them air horns. Hang on a minute. Let's, yeah, that is an excellent suggestion. If if this works, then um, here we go. This uh, okay. If this works, then you you win the prize. Here we go. Fadu. Alan? Afraid not, Luke. I'm afraid I'm afraid you owe us um but I forgot to say, sorry. It's um five pounds an entry. So do that. Five pound will be on your way. Hey Looky 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 look. I'm feeling lucky tonight. I'm feeling lucky. Fair dues. Fair dues. Anything else? Yeah, that's it. I'll four phone up see if I'm in drawings and uh, I, I, on that air on. So, <laughs> but obviously that don't work. That didn't work. You had a good day, Luke. What have you been up to today? Well, I've been asleep. Beautiful. I work, I work seven nights a week, uh, you see. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. So, and here's the best thing. I've still not heard from my uh, missus. Uh, and she's still got the PlayStation 3, isn't it? Yeah, PlayStation 3, my TV, now my is the time. Now is the time, Luke to go and buy an xbox oh i've got playstation 4 but hey! get some xbox i can't even better. go online now nah, you want to get an xbox man get rid of that rubbish xbox is where it's at to be honest mate the only thing i want is a break because i'll work seven nights oh, a week man. i just need two weeks back in vegas where i belong whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. hang on a minute Vegas is one of the worst places in the world. Why do you think you belong in Vegas? I love the place. Why? It's a it's a hellhole in the middle of the desert where all the the the, the, the whole economy is based on gambling and prostitution. Fadoos. Well, there's no wrong way of gambling. 
I, am I the only person in the world, right? We went to, to Vegas to do some filming. I hated it, right? And yeah. we, we went to a Hooters. You know Hooters. Uh, yeah, that was because uh, I stopped next door to the hotel of Hooters. Yeah, yeah, we went to, to Hooters, right? And Hooters, for those who don't know, it's young women with big Hooters wearing tight tops that says Hooters and tight hot pants, right? Yep. And we didn't really want to go there. I don't know why we ended up there. It was, we had a, a lady director. I don't know why we ended up there. I think it was literally we had to eat quickly and that was the place that was there. I got served by a bloke. Joking. In Hooters. Yeah, and he had the outfit on, the tight, tight top, the tight hot pants. Now listen, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm happy-go-lucky kind of guy. But everyone else was getting served by the Hooters girls. I got served by the Hooters guy. Well, that sounds a bit strange, that does. That sounds unfair. Yeah. Well, last time I went with me, uh, partner, a few years ago. Yeah. Hey, he's, he's still going, isn't he? He's going. Yeah, he's, he's going. Uh, we tried to uh, go into uh, Planet Hollywood. Yeah. But uh, we got turned away. Apparently, uh, what's his name with that? Uh, Justin Timberlake and R- Rihanna. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. So he got turned away because they were there? Yeah, but isn't the it nice to know, isn't were it nice, for miles. Isn't it nice to know that multi-millionaires are just as tacky as we are? Yep. Yep, yep, That's yep. the reason why I'm having to work seven nights a week on a stupid minimum wage where the here's, government don't give up, you know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right. I've, I, I, I've, I've got beef with this guy now, and I, I've been thinking about this a lot, and this is official, right? The new James Bond, Tom Hiddleston. Yep. Going out with Taylor Swift, all right? And it turns out I've got... A, turns out I didn't realise this until I saw the picture of them together. Turns out I actually have a thing for Taylor. And um, I felt jealousy when I looked at the pictures of, 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 of Hiddleston and Taylor together, right? Well, you go to page 18 and 19 of The uh, the Sun, and there's a spread of him in his in his pants, right? And he's got, yeah. an, he's got an armadillo shot down there, to quote Spinal Tap. That's not, that's not real. And also, he's got to be careful because there's no button on that, on those um, pants. That's not a button fly. So at any moment, that could pop out. Um, and he's there in his pants. He's not that good looking. I don't get it. He's not that good looking. He's going bald, right? He'll be bald in five years. You mark my words, right? He's yeah. not, he's not buff or anything. There's nothing special about the fella at all. Will you shut up, Alan? <laughs> There's nothing special about the fella at all. Bond front runner Tom Hiddleston. I mean, his, his name Tom Hiddleston. I mean, ugh, not even a good name. Sh- oh, excuse me. Shows he's got what it takes to fill Daniel Craig's famous blue trunks. Never wear another man's trunks. As he poses in a pair of boxers. Tom, 35. He looks older than me. Let the world spy his credentials in an undie and cover bedroom shoot for W magazine. It's not a magazine called W. <laughs> the posh actor, who, that's irrelevant. Well, the, the acting bit isn't, the posh bit is. Whose romance with US pop superstar Taylor Swift 
is used to stripping off for the camera. He flashed his bum several times in hit BBC series The Night Manager. Um, yeah, I mean, this is just, um, this is just, this guy's a joke. This Tom Hiddleston's a joke. I've never seen the fella act. I bet he's rubbish. I bet I could probably act better than him, Luke. Yeah, but I'll tell you this, you were laughing at this yeah, a few on. years ago. That one. Right, where I used to work. Yeah. Because I'm a security guard, I used to do retail. Yeah. And then one day I turned up and uh, I didn't know one of the best ever goalkeepers for England were coming to sign autographs. Oh, you're joking. Peter Shilton. Peter Shilty. Gotta be careful yep. how you say that. Shilty was coming in. Yeah, and uh, I was just like gobsmacked, so I quickly sent my dad a text message. And <laughs> the best thing about it is I got replied back because uh, I didn't know my dad used to go to school with him. You see? And uh, my dad sent me a text message saying, does he still wear women's makeup? So I asked him. Oh, blimey. And does Schultz wear makeup? He used to when he was uh, a transsexual. Is that, is that what you're going to say? Where does that story end? No, enough. I used to meet a few other players as well. Yes. And uh, there's a few other people who I've met, but oh, I'm not going to mention them. Don't mention any names. No names. No pack drill. Tom, stay there. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Now would be an excellent chance to uh, book your call on the show. 0844 499 Alan, we call you back is your line, you muppet. We have ways of making you talk. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. Alan Caddick has been on the line now for an hour and a half, and he's been asleep for an hour and 15 minutes of that. Uh, what are we talking about? Kamikaze pilots, suicide bombers, Frank Sidebottom. Um, basically, anything, anything, apart from... The referendum, because it's really, really boring, and everyone else is talking about it all the time. It was so miserable driving around in my car today. And the new, the, 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 oh, the Stone Roses CD I ordered turned up, and I can't find it. It's in the car. I think it's, I think I put it in the car, but I can't find it. So I had to, oh man, it's a nightmare. Tom's on the line. Evening, Tom. Hello, mate. How are you? Good, thank you, boss. What you got for us? Well, I just rang because I've been listening to you for about seven or eight years now. I'm 18, and I always said that I'd give you a call, and I'm done at school, so I feel like an adult when I call you. Wow. And I have my final exam today, so I thought I'd give you a bell. Hey, that'll do, wouldn't it? What what exam did you have? I had my History of Art A-level today. How did, how did that go? It was all right. History all right. of Art? Yeah, man. Hey, flipping it. Got... Hey, you kids, are, you kids are a lot brighter than when I was at school. Shut up, Alan. I've always been told I'm a thickhead for doing it, to be honest. It's meant to be a DOS subject. History of Art is a DOS subject. Well, okay, well, give me one of the questions. All right, so one of them was talking about depictions of Christ and the renderings of religious scenes through the depictions of Christ in the 13th and 14th century. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that sounds like a right DOS. I mean, I could answer that. I'm not going. I'm not going to because it would be unfair. <laughs> it would be unfair on people. But um, uh, yeah, that, yeah, you're right. That's a DOS subject. Well, I don't know. It's, it's I enjoy it to be honest. Yeah, that was, hey, listen, it's that sounds good. But how, how did you think you get on? You got on. Yeah, it was alright to be. Yeah, I felt, I walked away. I mean, I went out for a drink. 
afterwards, which is what I was looking forward to in the last few minutes or so of the exam. So, um, you went for a drink in the last 20 minutes of the exam? No, 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 no. Oh. during the last 20 minutes. Do do um do when I was when I was a kid, right? We used to go boozing. Yeah, yeah. We used to go boozing at fourteen, right? Okay, I'm not encouraging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, not. You know, these things happen, right? And no, of course. They talk about binge drinking now. We were binge drinking when we were. Yeah. Yeah. Did, there, but there was yeah. a pub where, when we were sixteen, that we could go to, and the pupils would sit at one end, and the teachers would sit at the other end. Oh man. <laughs> And, you know, it, I mean, it was a very select few teachers. I mean, you know, it wasn't all of them. And, 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 you know, in fact, I remember going on a school trip with Mr. Wiggington, who wore sandals oh, yeah. and socks. Right. And he bought me a, a pint of, um, real ale. Yeah. I, I, I can't mention the school I go to, but because I'll get my teachers in trouble, but I went on a school trip and my history of art teacher, as a matter of fact, got very drunk and passed out on my shoulder and was uh, dribbling, dribbling down my front because she was so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that isn't the world just such a, such a naughty, naughty place? I mean, and they t- and they talk about broken Britain being our fault. Yeah, well, no, it's it's my fault. It's it's my yeah, fault, Tom. I apologise. <laughs> I absolutely apologise. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, well, have you got anything for the show, or is you you're probably aware? So you used to listen on LBC, did you? I listened to absolutely. I accidentally down- downloaded your podcast when I was about 10 years old, 10 years old, maybe 11, 12. Wow. And I listened to it, and I had Alan Caddick about, and Vinny, yeah. talking about Lex the Homosexual Ghost. Lex the Homosexual Ghost, yes, that was a regular uh, uh, occurrence. Yes, yeah. well, yeah. I let's not say feature, but yes, Lex the Homosexual <laughs> Ghost would, would pop up from time to time. And you, you had the, you had Davis, the producer, and I was just hooked from, from about oh, then. Wow, that's, and, that's cool. I get a lot of people, right, that, um, uh, there are quite a few people in radio that are really snobby if kids right. about kids listening to their show and kids, they get people saying why do you have, why do you have kids phoning up your show i love it i love it you know because i remember a little bit older than 10 11 but i remember being a 14 year old um, boy and finding my thing on the radio my my show on the radio that i would listen to right yeah and, and loving it and absolutely loving it in a way that i think only a 14, 15-year-old boy can, can do. I, 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 think, I think it's slightly different for girls. I think they have a slightly different attachment to radio shows. And so uh, t- it thrills me to hear you say you downloaded my podcast by accident at the age of 10 or 11 and, and got it. It thrills me to think <laughs> that there are 13, 14-year-old boys and girls listening in bed now with you know I, I like to romantically think that they've got their iphone you know their their headphones in their ears and they're listening when they should be going to sleep or they download the podcast i think that's brilliant i think that's brilliant yeah, because it's also part of life that you don't i mean being sort of a kid these days you're plugged into your ipad half the time or watching the telly and the soundbite after soundbite but actually plugging yourself into the radio and hearing because your show is so sort of and it has always been kind of unorthodox yeah. i would say i don't know if that's an insult but like no, no, no. I'll not you, not not it's not the, the mainstream and i love that because you get blasted by information 27 by bbc news and on and you know bbc news but you know sky news whatever yeah and you listen to, to your show and it's sort of like 
you know, this is how it should be, just relaxing and sort of slowing time down. I guess. This is how I this is how I like it to be, and I'm glad there are other shows because it means my show stands out as being something slightly different. And I also I like yeah. listening to other shows. I love listening to to uh, to John Holmes or uh, a bit of Sam Delaney. I love listening to Nick, uh, 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 Nick Ferrari and James O'Brien. You know, I I like those kind of shows as well. But I, I, I'm really I'm really do you know I'm really lucky, uh, uh, Tom. I had I had three or four years sort of in the wilderness and that's not in any way disrespect to my listeners but where i was in bbc <laughs> local radio but i'm glad i did it because i learned so many new and different skills there which mean that i think that this show the talk radio show is like light years ahead of anything i did on lbc or absolute you know like just light years ahead of it yeah. and, and, and we're, and we're still we're still warming up me and Catherine, we're still warming up this isn't the I finished product it. by a long way Oh, it makes me so happy too because it's bit evolving. I, I started listening. I remember listening to you. How long ago was it? A couple of weeks ago. Oh, hello. And um, and back. I love it. <laughs> well, listen, Tom. I'm gonna let you go because the line's breaking up. I'm so pleased you called us. Call again, won't you, mate? I will do. Thank you very much for having me. Nice one, man. Thank you very much indeed. The line was going a little bit uh, ropey, dopey there, so we um, moved on. But I love it. I, honestly, I got. I remember um, uh, Nana Rayburn. When I was at LBC, I did not get on with Nana at all. Partly because I called her. Na That's just partly because I called her Nana all the time. Oh, time, but she would she would refer to my show as a kids' show, and coming up after mine, it's the kids' show, and it used to really annoy me. It used to really be, there is a difference between um, a child, child, childish, and childlike. And, uh, uh, you know, it, we, we had a childlike wonder, and I like to think this show kind of has a childlike wonder um uh, uh uh about it and it's nonsense you know but but none of this matters we've established that haven't we we've established that quite some time ago none of this matters um i'll tell you what we'll do we'll take a break and then we'll start uh we'll start the calls to air a little bit early should we do that we did that yesterday and that seemed to work quite nicely let's let's do that all right let's have a quick break please josh oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand Caddick is still on the line. That's um, You voted for him to stay, guys. This is your doing. Uh, we'll take calls straight to air. We normally do it at midnight, but I've just noticed um, yesterday and a couple of nights last week, the call's sort of drying up a little bit round about now. It's funny, it's shifting. Up until about early last week, the calls would sort of stop at about quarter past 11 and then would kind of pick up again about 20 to 12, and that would carry us through to straight to air at 12, and then the last hour, we would generally do all right with calls. Um, and I've just noticed this this week and a bit of last week, it's, that's kind of shifted a little bit. So let's let's see what happens. So the way this works now, and we have lots of people watching us on Periscope. Hello, Periscopers. What is Periscope? Well, you can watch the TV show. I've been ignoring you during the break. Sorry, I've been doing stuff. I've been selling records during the breaks on the internet. That's actually true. Um, um, uh, so he said a really weird uh, text there about Harry Styles being um, not being circumcised. That's a strange one to get. Thanks. Um, so if you, yeah, Periscope, you can watch periscope.tv forward slash Ian Lee. And if all my Periscopers could share, swipe and share, that would be wonderful. But so the way this part of the show works is you call in, and I can see someone's calling in now. I'll come to you in a second. Um, and I put you straight to air. You won't speak to Josh, who's been taking calls, or Catherine, who's been taking calls. You'll speak straight to me. And this doesn't happen anywhere else on radio at the moment. I warn you, though, don't swear. 
Don't be libelous. There is a seven to 14 second delay. So we can get rid of any. If you, if you think you're going to. It's very tempting to phone up and, and drop the F-bomb or something. Oh, cup of tea. Thank you. Um, but don't because it won't get broadcast and we'll just cut you off and you'll end up, you know, with egg on your face. Are you coming in? Yeah, yeah. Come Well, just about. I've got something. Something's died in me. <laughs> not feeling not feeling great. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, is this Brexit phone in? No, we're not talking about it. Oh, sorry, man. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. We're not talking about it. Everyone else. <laughs> this is really boring, isn't it? It does. It's a bit stinky, isn't it? I'm not. I'm not feeling very well. No, I can tell. Let me try this one. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Dr. Schmillips here. Hello, Dr. Schmillips. Oh, Dr. Schmillips. Yes, sir. Long time. No. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. Yes. Now, I was uh, watching a hilarious video on the cable car, and it reminded me of myself and my wife when we went to Disneyland. Okay, I went and on we the, went I went, for those of you who I went, I went on the Emirates cable car, which goes from Docklands to, to like, uh, the arse end of London. I don't even know where it went to. God knows why anyone would right. want to go there. It's horrible. And then came back, and I periscoped it, and it was, it was the most terrifying experience i have ever had it's not it's not someone's put it on youtube it's not safe for work nsfw <laughs> really very sweary it's like it was i was it was based it was my impression of the trogs tape which i've still not burnt for you on cd you can i do already. a little bit of impression of what you did in a sanitized version please do yeah <laughs> oh pony 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 intercourse intercourse yeah that, well, that's true translate and yeah, those true. are the words that were coming out of you. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's that's what happened, yes. Uh, and then uh, uh, Emirates retweeted it. Had they watched it? Cause they'd no either, they'd either, yeah, they did. They said, thanks for enjoying the ride. Now, they'd either not seen it, <laughs> or they have the best sense of humour. Hey, one of our listeners was in the paper today, Lance, at Waterstones Uxbridge, who oh, yeah. tweets me a lot. Right, and, he's, and we went in, me, me and Scott went in to see him. We were in Uxbridge, we went in to see him, he wasn't there, which makes me think he doesn't work there. And he tweeted something like, um, it's, it's, it's raining it's, but warm. It's raining but warm. Everyone get your willies out. And come and see us. <laughs> and <laughs> he is in the middle of a Twitter storm. It, it, it's a fooly. <laughs> he was on, he, it. he it, well, it, it was on the Mirror Online, I think it was on a few other uh, websites. And I hope, I really hope, right, the thing when something like that happens is sometimes it, it gets escalated and gets blown out of proportion. I really hope it doesn't, right? But I do hope that Lance gets sacked. No. Yeah, I do. Why? Because that is inappropriate. Why? That is inappropriate. Willies, come on. They're He's... not appropriate footgear, are they? No, 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 no. Have you ever tried to put a willy on your foot? <laughs> now, the reason I mention this, I have a, had a similar episode, on, on, as I was saying in what, the... you had a willy on your foot? <laughs> It could have been right. in an air balloon. Yeah, you went on an air balloon, and yes. my wife was in fits of laughter while I was crouching down in the basket. Oh, yeah. Not looking down anywhere. You can ask her if you want to ask her. Is she there? Yeah. Well, I'll ask her. I've actually converted her into listening. I converted my sister, my nephew. Right, mate. Sounds like you, sound, you sound like that fella who um, kept his daughter in his um, in his house for thirty years and ran a cult. You remember, he got done recently, didn't he? Hello, oh, Miss. Oh dear, oh dear. Can I, can I... No, Joseph Pritzel. No. Uh, this is uh, this is uh, Mrs. Schmillips. Okay. Hello, Mrs. Schmillips. Hey. Hello, Mrs. Schmillips. 
Hi. So, so what happened in, in a hot air balloon, you wicked woman? Um, okay, so it was a small trip. We just got married, and because um, we didn't have a honeymoon, so we, we decided to go for a short break to Paris. Yeah. And we went to Disneyland, and there was a massive hot air balloon. And I love, you know, I just recently went paragliding. I love heights. Oh, God. And um, so I convinced my husband. I said, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. We got onto the hot air balloon, and... This guy is crouching on the floor, and he's really, really scared. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I was laughing at him because I never knew he was scared of ice. How high, how high did the basket come up to you on your body? You know what? You won't believe this. It was actually, att- the rope was attached to the ground. It wasn't, how, how high was it, Tony? About 90 feet, 100 feet. About 100 feet. Flip it! The balloon did not, it didn't even travel. That was the worst yeah, thing. Yeah, about 100 feet. You, still, you can still fall out of a balloon that's tethered <laughs> and <laughs> die. <laughs> How the basket that you were stood in? What part of yeah. your body did, was it? Did the basket come up to your stomach? Your yeah, neck? but then there was like a caging round it. Oh. There, were, there were children on there. Come on, there were children like that were ten years old on there, and here's a grown ass man like frightened. Uh, I, I'm I'm on his side. I know. I saw your video. He made me wish it last night. Oh well, I'm, <laughs> I apologise for the bad language. I mean, that was that was inappropriate. <laughs> but I was I, I was in a bad mood anyway. Uh, I'm to- I'm totally on his side. I mean, those the, 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 those hot air balloons. I, I I just oh god, they're what is the point of that? They don't look beautiful. They look horrendous. And they, oh come they... on, you miserable swine! What? They're beautiful, <laughs> serene, bobbing along in the blue, looking over exactly. the houses, among the skies, and you can feel like you know you're all inconsequential. It, all it takes is some kid with a pellet gun <laughs> or a strong catapult. <laughs> Gets a strong catapult. <laughs> the Beano is not a terrorist manual. Oh, oh. Mrs. Schmillips. That was. <laughs> oh, that was Alan. Sorry. Okay, thank you. I'm gonna go now. Thank, well, thank you very much. No, don't worry. I'm gonna cut you off. Um, he's, he's slipping into R- REM. <laughs> I um. Which one, wow. one? One member of REM left, didn't they? Which one was it? Was it the one that had the brain tumor? I remember. There was so there was Stipe, who's now looks like uh, what David Letterman looks mm. like now. Beardy. Um, m- um, uh, Mills. Mm. Buck. Peter yes, Buck. Yes, yes. It was the drummer, the drummer, and that was when they started getting noisy when the drummer left. There's the irony. They got noisy when the drummer left, and uh, I don't remember his um, name. Oh well, that's a shame. Yes, line one. All right, Ian. It's Joke here, Ian. Yes. I'm the brother of Luke, what normally calls in, Ian. Ian, I've done another, uh, I've done a drawing for you, like. Okay, but not another one, because you, you didn't do the first one. No, that's right. Yes. No, I, 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 I made a little slip there, Ian. Yes, that's okay. Because I'm, I'm Joke, I'm definitely not Luke. Okay, Jake, yes. It's of uh, Ullen Caddick's Willie, like, Ian. Okay, well, th- I'm, I'm sure that didn't take long to draw. Line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, jeez, I don't, don't want people just phoning up snoring all the time. Line three, you're on the wireless. Uh, Lady Caddick here. Hello. <laughs> you said that with real contempt. Offering... Yes. Um, offering to play, don't click this. <laughs> oh. What? Oh. 
offering to play with Caddick's release. He knew you were going to say that. That's why he started to rouse himself. Al- Alan? <laughs> say it again. Say, uh, uh, hello, Alan, Caddick. Uh, right, and Josh, can no, you... No, no, you're going to... Because you're going to clip it. No, 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 no. We wouldn't do that. No. Can you just say, um, uh, Alan Caddick, this is Anna, and I want to play with your willy. What? What? You know what to say. Come on. Alan Caddick, this is Lady Caddick. I'd like to play with your willy. Well, that, it, unfortunately, that's not worked, but the, luckily I've got a new ringtone now, so thanks very <laughs> much indeed. We'll clip that. Thank you. Send that over. Line two, you're on the wireless. Gosh, you can tell he's single. He would have had an elbow to the ribs and a kick in the crack from me by now. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, we'll take calls straight to air for the rest of the show. This show feels like this tonight feels like hard work. Tonight. Oh jeez, and that's the, that's the volume really low as well. He's, I mean, he's just. Um, Tonight feels like hard work. It doesn't work sound like tonight. hard work. The podcast is an absolute belt. Okay, well that's um, that's good. I'm just I'm really tired mm. tonight, and I came in bursting full of energy, uh, and I was tired yesterday, but I'm I'm tired tonight, and we've got oh, know, another hour of this nonsense to do. We're not just bunk off early. Can the two mics not come in and um, <laughs> shout at each other a bit earlier? Just open Caddick's fader and go. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. It's Nelson from the Norfolk. Hey, Nelson. How you doing, man? Every single time. Every single time. What? What was that, Alan? That's okay, Alan. I love you. I, I love you, Alan. I'm quick. Talk, talk dirty to him. No, louder, louder. <laughs> Alan. Talk dirty to him. I don't know what to say to him. Talk, talk, talk. He's, he's waking. Wake up, Alan. So, 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 I've say, got something I want to show you. Say, I like your pants, Alan. What's inside there? Hey, Alan. I like your pants, Alan. Oh, you've blown it. It's not going to do anything, nah, is blown it? it. Well, you, you could blow it. That would. <laughs> Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, God, no. Look, we can't just have people phoning up snoring. You know, I'm, I'm surprised I got away with it for this long. I'm expecting a strong email tomorrow from the boss. Yes, line two. Uh, I can't hear what... I, sorry, man, I can't hear what that is. The quality... It's Anna Friel. Anna Friel? Anna Friel. Oh. There we go. Alan. Alan. No, he's 
He's he's um he's dead to the world. He's dead to the world. So I did this app. This um I, I paid two pounds seventy nine for it. And there are loads of free ones, but for some reason I thought the, fr- the, the, the if you paid it'd be better. Right? Is this the running one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couch one of these couch to five k ones, right? That's excellent running. Great running. <laughs> You're doing great. Who says that? Great running. That's what I say to my kids. Nearly finished with your great running. <laughs> Um, uh, the thing is as well, 2.63 kilometres I ran. That's great running. The thing is, right, as well, as I'm, I'm aware uh, how ridiculous I look oh, when I'm running. Have you seen everyone else running? Yeah, they look cool. Right, no, they don't. The it's moment... always, it's, what, what, what is it? It's always, why are there so many, um, like hot women in like black lycra leggings and and um gym tops and trainers jogging all the yeah, time these days because gym tops and leggings are more available than they've ever been if you look in the playground when i go and drop the kids off every morning you think everyone was off well, to I'm yoga well i'm not going to do that that would be weird well yeah exactly but you'd think all the mums are off to yoga they're not it's just posh leggings it's posh pajamas <laughs> Yes, hello? Well, that's just someone blowing off. I'm not accepting that as, um... Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, All right, this is what we'll do. Is we, we, I mean, we'll keep Adam for... Uh, Adam, we'll keep Alan for the whole uh, yeah, show. It's if, too late now. If necessary. This could be a world record. In fact, can we find up the Guinness Book of Records and find out what the world record is for having um, a fat, unemployed man snoring... Uh, on a phone-in show is because I can't believe. I mean, he's been on now for an hour and uh, an hour and uh, thirty-five minutes. Mm. That's Alan. Alan. No, not a chance. Alan. That's got to be. Um, that's got to be very, very close to a world record. Dear listener, this is Talk Radio. I am Ian Lee. We'll take more calls straight to air after this. Talk Radio. Okay, dear listener, last hour of the show uh, approaching. I think we've done. Jeez. I think we've done pretty well to make this um, a Brexit free zone. Let's continue. Um, we'll look at the papers, although there ain't a lot in there, and um, we'll carry on this nonsense. Uh, don't call just yet. I'll tell you when to call. Here's the news. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I keep forgetting to find a Frank Sidebottom song to uh, to play at the um, at the top of thing. I haven't got my Frank Sidebottom songs with me on my computer, unfortunately. So, um, and I've got a really good one we can end on. A really nice one to end on, like a really a genuinely brilliant pop song. Um, but um, is your mic on? Uh, Josh, don't forget. Um, Catherine, thank you. Um, oh eight four four. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Catherine is here as well. Yeah, I am. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. We take calls straight to where we can talk about anything you want, except for. And I don't do this very often. Okay, I don't ban topics or talking points. I am banning all talk of the EU referendum. Because it's, I'm just sick to the back teeth of it. It's, and I've, I've never been in. I'm boring, and uh, so all talk of that is gone. There are other stations. You know that LBC will be doing it now, and they'll be doing it right through until till midnight on on Wednesday, Thursday morning, when they have to stop talking about it, and they'll be doing it on the drive home. Oh, 
boring. So that's it. We don't do it very often, but we're banning that topic. Everything else uh, goes. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hip hip hip. Hip hip hip. You're very quiet. Oh, oh sorry, is my uh, dodgy headphones? Is no, that you're, better? no, you're very loud. Yes, thank you. Yes. Um, yes, it was just this, um, off my services to uh, maybe coax uh, uh, Mr. Carrick out of his slumber. But if you do, you win a book. So um, away you go. What technique are you going to employ? Well, I thought I'd go from a mix of... I've, I'm often normally called upon to either wake up my uh, toddler daughter or try and wake up my pregnant missus and get to get up off the sofa and off the bed. So I'm going to try and... A bit of a kind of a gentle coaxing. All right, yeah, where you go, we'll leave, we'll leave you to it. Alan. Alan. It's morning. Morning, Alan. You've got a busy day, you need to be up and about. What have you dreamed about, Alan? Tell me about your dreams. Oh, Alan, it's a big day. There's a lady here. She wants to do things to your gentleman's area. It's not... It's not... Do you say that to your yeah. missus when she's pregnant? Well, no, no. I'm, obviously, I'm catering for the specific occasion. Yeah, okay. you certainly wouldn't say that to a child. No, either. Either. Uh, it's not... It's not worked. If anything, it, if anything, he's gone deeper. But you, you need to, you've got a dodgy connection again. I'm going to cut you off before you fix it and send us both death. Um, but the, a good effort. Good effort. Yeah. But um, unfortunately not good enough. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello? We can't hear you. <coughs> oh, flipping heck. Is that there? Oh, right. Hang on a minute. Right, Josh, come on the microphone. Josh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Josh, tell us what just happened there because... That has the, to stop because uh, it keeps sending us The desk is having a bit of a moment. All right. Well, we're gonna then we've got to stop because that is sending us both deaf. <laughs> How do we fix this moment? Okay, faders are down. Flipping it. Jeez, my ears. Twice. Um, give it. Hit it. Hit it with a hammer. Kath, you going help? Going help? See if you Go can on, sort out right. what's going on. Um, we'll, we'll we'll put the calls on hold for a second while we um, sort. The... We can't have that. We can't have the tinnitus made even worse. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. If you uh, want to give us a call, just hold off for a second while we try and um, uh, um, we try and work out what's going on. We try and work out what's going on. Anyway, so this app. Oh, is it working? Ah? Okay, let's. Well, okay, we can. We, you can try calling in now. We think we think we fixed it. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, but yeah, I look I look stupid running, but I did it. Um, and actually, I ran less than I uh, ran the other day. And here's the thing: I'm freestyling a little bit mm-hmm. by putting squats in. You know, oh, squats. Yeah. Not squat thrusts. Squats. Right. Where you stand with your legs apart, feet facing forward, and you go down. Mm-hmm. That. How often are you doing that? Well, I did like twenty. Right. Are you? So you're running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For an, for a minute. Yeah. Walking for a minute. Yeah, minute and a half. You walk for. And then you're doing that. For I did the squats at the end today. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the squats at the end. Um, and, and I did them the other day before I went to bed. Mm. Right. 
I couldn't walk the next morning. Well, that shows you're doing yourself some... Either good or damage. <laughs> I'm doing good or, or mischief. Line two, let's try you now. Hi there, Ian. Sorry about that. Did I just deafen you with Frank Sobottom? It wasn't, it wasn't you. It was a technical uh, error at our end. But if um, if my tinnitus is any worse, then yes, I will be... Um, my my okay, legal well, team will I'll, be I'll contacting it out now, then. It was just the Monopoly song. I'm not sure if you heard it. Oh, no, we didn't. Play it again, because we played that. I was playing that to Kath before we came on, and it's a cracker. Oh. Go on. Hmm. Do you, me, do you want me to play it down the phone? You can just find it on YouTube, I guess. Oh, flip it in! All right, we will do it. Hang on. Did you play the, my request for tonight. The, the Monopoly song? All right, we'll play yeah, that. Thank you, caller. Here we go. We'll have that. Let's, um... Here we go. This is good. This is him doing the test card. Now, because it's getting later in the middle of the night, so let's have a bit of fantastic uh, bossa nova type music. This is from when he on there's a channel M, you know those regional channels yeah, that they Manchester, were banging yeah. on about, right? That were obviously never gonna succeed. And guess what guys? Haven't succeeded. And all, now all they do now is show repeats of Cash in the Attic. Uh, well Frank actually had a brilliant show on there that I was a guest on. And um, he came up with this brilliant plan where one night he was gonna do the test card live. And he did. And it was, it was wonderful. I've got hotels on all the red ones and the green ones and all the yellow ones. He's even got a light, he's not even got a light blue one and he's not been past the waterworks. Take it away, mate. Uh, oh, they call it just great. Well, there was a caller. Ah, oh, there we go. We got a caller. Yes, line two. You're on the wireless. I've worked out Alan Game. Oh, yeah. He's. He's trying to be the first and only caller on the Julia Hartley Brewer show tomorrow. Hello, I've got a hotel on Park Lane, the blue one. A little Frank's not even got a house on the old Kent Road. I've got hotels on all the red ones and all the yellow ones. He's not even got a light blue one And he's not been past the waterworks Like Jackie Charlton <laughs> Some players are small Line two, you're on the wireless Oh, sweet Jesus Christ, I've gone deaf What the bloody hell was that, you stupid woman? You just had a sonic blast into my ears what is that from? That was me, but what was that from? wasn't me. That may be when I got tinnitus, because I've got tinnitus. So on Sonic Blaster? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know they are. They really are. Right, number one. Here we go. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that clip was from. The thing is, I've done so many things, most of them rubbish that um i don't really remember a lot of them and it's always oh, oh. christmas is really fantastic okay uh, i agree i was trying to find his christmas medley his christmas medley is genius let's all sing the christmas medley switch off your hi-fi switch off your telly let's all sing the christmas medley now 
Uh, we three kings of Orient are one in a taxi, one in a car, one in a scooter. Bib in his Uta. Travelling, following Smoking yonder a fat, star. Smoking fat cigar, in it? And he does his own style. But I can't, it's not on here, and I haven't got my Frank, so, Frank songs with me, which is um, a little bit yeah. annoying. Hitler's in the news. Again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, very popular. Well, in some parts. Well, yeah, he is very popular. My, Kate Lawler, who I used to work with, uh, I, I love dearly, right? I think she's I think she's absolutely brilliant. She works downstairs now. And she keeps saying we should go out for dinner. I'm a little bit scared to go out with her for dinner. Because I've not seen her properly for years. When we presented a television show uh, uh, called Rise, right? And I kind of had to watch over her a bit. And I would reel her in mm. if she was... Because she had never presented a TV show. She'd just won Big Brother. So yeah. This was the first, the first kind of gig outside of that. And so I had to kind of reel her in a bit if she went too far. And I went away on holiday for a week. Hang on, you reeled her in? Yeah, I know. Wow. Uh, I know. And I went away on holiday for a week. And when I came back, there had been a big furore. Because she had said... Oh. Hitler was a great leader. Right. Now, the thing is, Hitler was a great leader. He was a great leader. He was evil. Yeah, he wasn't a great man, um, but um, he was he was a charismatic man, but he was a great mm. leader. But, of course, all the papers kind of pounced on that, and, uh, they, you know, I found it hilarious, and they tore her apart. Uh, and I think, I'm sure that when I was came back, I, I, this is how I remember it, but it was a long time ago, she mentioned it on air again and she tried to explain oh, no, what, don't what go she back. said. And, um, I mean, Hitler was a great leader. There's no denying it. He was good at leading. He was, he was a, he was a blinding leader. He got people to do all sorts. Hey! But, um, he, um, it's, now that, that reminds me, I got all excited last week because, um, 30 minutes of a previously unseen film had leaked onto the internet. It's a film I've not been obsessed with, but, um, I have been um, intrigued by intrigued by yeah. right. Jerry Lewis. Right, I'm, I'm a big Jerry Lewis fan. I know a lot of people find him irritating. Yeah, me included. Uh, yeah, I know. I loved him as a kid. I, Jerry Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin. Go and watch um, Artists and Models. It's it's a masterclass mm. in how to do that really slick comedy. It is absolutely wonderful, and there's not too much of the gurnings and and the stuff. Like that. It's brilliant. Yeah, Artists and Models is is genius. All right, I'll have a look. Um, but I like, I, I used to like The Nutty Professor. I remember a weird film as well, where he's a millionaire. Does anyone know the name of this film? Because I can't find a, a, a hide in the hair of it on the internet. He's um, a millionaire and he starts his own army to go off. Of, he's too old to join the army or something. And he starts his own army. And I remember finding that hilarious as a kid. You've, of course, seen King of Comedy with him and Robert De Niro, yes, which, yes, is, which yeah, is brilliant. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of playing himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. In that, oh, I think it's what you're talking about—the gurning and the—you know—it's the same reason I didn't like Jim Carrey for years. Yeah, I can't bear all that nonsense. Oh, I used to love. I used to love it, but anyway, I, I, you know, it's not for. I think. I think. It, I think Jerry Lewis might have been a boys' comedian. I think. Artists and models, though, is is, is a brilliant film. Um, oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, just because we're talking doesn't mean you can't call in. If I, I just missed a call, if I see you calling, we'll go straight to. You. Um, but in the mid-70s, he wrote, directed, and starred in a film called The Clown That Cried. Mm. No one has ever... Uh, hardly anyone has ever seen this, right? He made this film. It was going to be his masterpiece, right? And then when it was finished, he realised he had made the ultimate 
bad taste stinker right i thought it was based on a true story i don't think it is i think it's a fictional story and he plays a german clown around about the start of world war Two, and he um is rude about hitler in a bar so he gets thrown into a concentration camp right and he's on one side with the germans and on the other side are loads of jewish children and as he's a clown, he does like clowning for the kids and they laugh and the, the, the German guards beat him up for it and stuff like this. The, the, the old, the, 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 it's, so it's, I feel uncomfortable talking about it. The, the, the premise of the film is he is then, um, persuaded by the Germans that he will have his freedom if he will, um, as the clown character, guide the children into the, gas chambers this is a premise for a film this right? went through a meeting at least yeah. one meeting yeah 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 millions of dollars spent on God. it right and um he uh and it's not based on a true if it's based on a true story you could go hey. but it's nice it's, it's fictional so he guides the children into the gas chambers and then he's about to leave and one little girl puts her hand out to him oh stop and he takes it and he walks into the chamber with them and the door is shut that's the end of the film he made this film, and I realize we're a little bit, we'll go to a break in a second. He, he made this film, 1973-ish, and someone must have said to him, Jerry, you cannot show this film. Mm -hmm. This film is just wrong on so many levels, man. I know you think you're doing pathos and stuff. It's not. It's awful. Mm -hmm. So he pulled it. He got every single copy of the film and destroyed them all apart from one copy of the film. And there was a screening of it in the late 70s for a handful of people bizarrely one of the people that saw it is harry shearer from spinal tap and um the, the simpsons and stuff um uh, so he he's done a few interviews about about what the film was like and jerry lewis had the only copy of the film and then about last year he gave that one copy of the film to the american institute of cinema or something mm -hmm. i don't know on the proviso that it couldn't be released until i think Ten years after his death, right? I think, yeah, right. But somehow, thirty minutes of this film have turned up online. I'll tell you about it after this. So th this film um, is kind of languished in the vaults, and someone has, has has reconstructed thirty minutes of this film, right? And it comes from there was obviously a documentary about it, a German documentary about it in uh, I'm going to say the nineties. And they've got some on-location footage. They've got some actual scenes from the film. Um, they've got some cards that come up and explain, you know, massive jumps in the plot. And then they've re-filmed some of the scenes using the original German cast. Right. Jerry Lewis is obviously isn't in the, the re-film bits. And it really is as delightfully and deliciously wrong as I had always hoped it would be. It's just the weirdest... Which Way to the Front, by the way, is the film that, that was... That, and thanks, Lance, on um, on Twitter, who's trying to make up for... Um, oh, no, it wasn't Lance. It was somebody else. Sorry, Lance, uh, I don't think did. Um, it's just the most... And the thing is, right, kids these days, you kids now... You can get everything, right? You, you can get everything. You can get everything in a minute as well. You know, I'm, 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 I'm asking the film a question about this Jerry Lewis film. I couldn't remember. Someone's told me the title. I can go on Amazon now and buy it. It's there. It's a little bit too expensive, so I'm not going to. Mm. But you get everything now. When I was young growing up, and when I was in my 20s, my 30s, in my 30s, I remember going to America in my 30s. 
and buying a clockwork orange on VHS video because we we weren't allowed to have it over here because um, the, the, the Kubrick had, had banned it because he didn't like the reviews he got. So he pulled the plug. Uh, and, and in my 20s, we couldn't watch... Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is a film I love. One of my favourite, favourite films. The first Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a masterpiece. Well, they made another one. Oh, they made... Well, they remade it recently. Well, they remade it about ten years ago. Oh, the same right, director, not... Toe Pooper. But they did sequels. Yeah, they did. Surely... There's, there, I think there are about four Chainsaw Massacre films. Um, well, Dennis Hopper's in one of them. I mean, they're terrible. The first one is a masterpiece of the genre. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, it's, I mean, it is, it is wonderful. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's cheap and it's nasty and it's, it's, it set the trend for all of those slasher flicks, uh, slasher flicks. It, it's, it really is, um, is a work of art. But the first time, I mean, my parents had that one as a kid and then it got banned. So the first time I could see it was I was 21 years old, 22 years old, I had to go to Camden Market and buy a bootleg copy of it. There was someone okay. selling bootleg copies. So I had a fifth generation copy of it that was almost unwatchable. Um, but I watched it. Same with The Exorcist. We weren't allowed to, you couldn't yeah. get The Exorcist. It's a rubbish film anyway. I went to the cinema at midnight to watch that. Everyone was laughing. Yeah. It's, My parents told me the horror of, you know, seeing it back when they were kids. Yeah, yeah. And being terrified for days, you know. Yeah. And we all went and we were laughing because it's a, we were a more callous generation. I guess we'd see more stuff. We'd see more stuff by that point. We, we were less, uh, it's less easy to shock. Um, another one was Driller Killer, which is not actually a very good film. But it, again, it was banned. They got banned in the 80s under the, the heading Video Nasties. Mm. Um, so we, we, we kind of lost all of these films. But now, I mean, if, if I wanted to watch, they show, I remember, I remember a friend of mine phoning me up and saying, Ian, you're not going to believe what's on Channel 4 now. They're showing Driller Killer on the telly. Cause do you remember video nasties were like blamed for things that now, uh, violent video games get blamed yes. for? Yes. Before that, it would have been terrible novels. Oh, wait, 444991000. By the way, when we're sitting here chatting, I often worry that it, it scares people off calling. You can call in Join as in. soon as I see, um, as soon as I see you, uh, the, the, the lines light up, I will tap the screen and you will come straight to air. So don't worry. Don't worry about that. Anyway, the reason we're talking about Driller Killer is because of Adolf Hitler. Um, oh, Alan! Alan! Alan, it's the police. You're under arrest. We found that computer you used at the cafe, internet cafe. Yeah, Alan! What is that now? That's... <laughs> that was anal, wasn't it? That was an anal noise. Alan? Oh. <laughs> He's really struggling to get that one out. Oh dear, Alan. Oh. Okay. Uh, the headline here is Kex got Nazi niff. <laughs> Doesn't really make any sense. Kex got Nazi niff. Yeah, nasty niff. Oh, okay. It's Beano language for a smell, isn't it? Okay. Oh, hang on, here comes a caller. Line two, you're on the wireless. Ah, uh, hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Talking of um, those those fantastic old um, horror films, Ian, that that, uh, that are so awful they're good. Yes. Have you ever seen Have you ever seen Eraserhead? Yeah, it, I don't. It's um, that's um, um, David Lynch, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, in, in his early um, sort of days. But I mean, 
totally weird and 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 very strange, but kind of charming in a in a. Doesn't uh, he adopt? What's it? It's, a, it's a lonely man who adopts a weird baby. Why is the baby weird? I can't remember. I don't know, but there's, I, I said a long time ago since yeah. I saw that film, but I remember stuff crawling down the walls in it, and it's in some horrible basement, and there's all the pipes all clanking, yeah. and it was really quite, I thought, disturbing. Yeah, I remember I remember seeing it at college and not being very impressed. I struggle with David Lynch. I remember yeah. going to watch the um, a film at the Swiss Cottage uh, Odeon, um, it's in black and white. Lost Highway is that one of is that one of his? I don't know, I don't know that one. What a load! Of, what a load! Was it lost someone? Someone on Twitter, tell me what film I went to see. What a load of old rubbish that was. I think, yeah. So I think sometimes he just gets too self-indulgent. Yeah. And I like self-indulgence. I mean, listen, we've had a fat man snoring on the sh- on the radio for the last two hours. You don't get much more I self-indulgent know, than that. I have to tell you, it's it's the pinnacle of entertainment. <laughs> um, oh, oh, um, imagine um, doing this on the BBC. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Imagine the ratings. Yeah. Um, um, what was I going to talk? Oh, thank Sidebottom. Yes. Um, I used to work at your long time ago. I used to work on a radio station in the eighties. Yeah. And for some reason, we started uh, receiving his his records. You know the way record companies yeah, send yeah. out free records to yeah so we started started receiving his records and we thought this is amazing this guy um so he we rang him up one day and he um came on the on on the radio and and he was very funny he was very entertaining he was a lovely chap but always totally in character yeah yeah you know even when you rang him to set up the the, the interview or whatever he, he he was totally totally in character um and so and and this was in, in Ireland, a little, relatively small city in Ireland, right? And um, um, and then after a while, because he, he was apparently uh, getting letters and postcards from people in the city, he said he was going to come over and, and do a live gig. Well, it was the most funny and bizarre and esoteric and, um, I suppose, charming thing I've ever seen. It was absolutely fantastic. It was, he was, um, and it took me a long time to get this, he was a performance artist. He wasn't a pop singer yeah. or, or, or a comedy act, and he would get booked on comedy venues. He'd be in between comic turns, or he'd also be, and he'd be booked, I saw him booked in between bands as well. He was a performance artist. Yes. And the, the funny thing was, I remember at that gig, there probably about, like the radio station was promoting it, and there was probably about 300 people there. And I think about half of them got it. And the other half were looking at this guy with open mouth yeah. saying, what the blinking hell's going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember, I, 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 I'm going to let you go. I remember my, my arguing my sister about it because she didn't get it. She hated him. Um, did, didn't get it at all. I think she I think she gets him now. Blue Velvet is a good film. That's a David Lynch film. That's Kyle MacLachlan, Dennis Hopper and a lady. Yeah. And it's the one where Dennis Hopper breathes the... <laughs> There's the oxygen and stuff like that. That, I remember being that terrifying. Rings, that rings a bell, but I can't remember. But, um, the others, nah. Mulholland Drive, thank you, Lee. But then Shippo says that that wasn't in black and white. I remember Mulholland Drive being in black and white. I remember it being tedious and unwatchable. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. We are going to be, for the rest of this week, we might talk... Well, uh, no, I'm not going to. I'm no, I'm not going to limit myself. Uh, th- th- tonight, 
Wednesday night and Thursday night, we're going to be an EU free zone, a referendum free zone. Friday, we might, we'll see what the mood is. We might, we might have, you know, there might be a vibe. See what gives. The thing is, there's plenty of other places to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for, for these, tonight, tonight's show, tomorrow's show and Thursday's show, nothing, nothing. Even on Thursday's show, we could legally talk about it. No, it's boring. We will, we will keep sending people over to LBC. If that's what they want to listen to on Thursday night, go over to LBC because they'll be doing well, a really sister boring... programs that are doing it, you know, they're all... What they're... sister programs? Programs. They're all hammering away. What, talk, well, talk Sport 2 are doing? Talk, talk, talk Radio. We are Talk Radio. I know, but what I'm saying is, our, you know, our, our, oh, yeah, I'm, our I'm colleagues. Talking, I'm talking specifically about 10 o'clock oh, on, right, okay. on Thursday night. That, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, 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 go and listen to... Um, Everyone. To, to them doing it. Although, although it's got to be said, Julie Hartley Brewer is sailing very close to the wind with what um, we're allowed to uh, to say in regards to um, that and uh, recent criminal activities. I heard a, a few minutes of her show and I thought, oh, dear... She's um, playing a, a game with uh, with um, a situation with someone who's been charged. And if you're saying that, yeah, I know. Thought flipping heck. Someone, her producer should have a word. Oh no, she just shout at them. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let me tell this Hitler story, please. Go on. Leather-lined trousers worn by Adolf Hitler, the pervert, have been sold for not that much. How much do you think his leather-lined trousers sold for? Um, £12,000. £47,000. I would have thought more. Well, how do you justify that? Auctioners, well, I have to hide all all my eBay stuff in the boot of my car. Exactly. What have you bought now? Oh, there's old pants. Yeah. How much? No, don't, don't, but I, I, could, I could get double that if I would sell them again. I, that was actually once my um, argument when I bought a monkey's Gretsch, 1968 Gretsch. Oh, come on. If you buy that, you've got no intention of reselling it. I bought it. And, um, but I, I said, but I could sell it for £1,000 more than I paid for it. Go on, then. Silly. Hey, my bluff was called. I didn't sell it. I still got it. Have you paid your electric guitar yet? Yeah, I had a little go. Is it good? Yeah. Is it loud? Is that amps good, isn't it? A little loud? good, yeah. Right, I little, might have another go tomorrow. practice amp. Oh eight four four. But by the way, when we sat here chatting, you, I, I, I'm, a, I am aware that it sometimes puts people call, off from calling in. Call in, and, and you can still phone in and, and do noises and, and play songs down the phone or any of that rubbish, or join in with the conversation, or don't. It's up to you. Auctioneers. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, is the phone number. Auctioneers said he had he had them. That is Hitler had them fashioned with hide so he could carry a gun unobtrusively unobtrusively with him. Where? In his trousers. A cyanide container used by his henchman, Hermann Goering, Hermann, of course, because of him, Hermann the German. This is Hermann the German? Also because Hermann rhymes with German, German, but he was... The first of many. Uh, a cyanide container, this is an interesting turn of phrase, used by his henchman, Hermann Goering, to cheat the noose in 1946. Wow. Tonight we're playing Cheat the Noose with Hermann Goering. Hermann, how are you going to cheat the noose with with cyanide? With the cyanide. With the cyanide pills. Fetch £20,000. Goering all sorts, don't they? Goering's silk undies went for £2,300. I bet they were stained. I've had offers for mine. Nothing the, reaching £2,000, though. No, I just can't afford it. <laughs> the collection belongs to an American medical officer at the Nuremberg War Crimes Trials. 
Germany's Jewish community called the Munich sale scandalous and disgusting. I don't yeah. think I don't think it is. Th- Why do you think it's scandalous and disgusting? I don't. I think it's well, no, I think it's bizarre that people want to own that stuff. Yeah. Kind of. There's not. A, there's not a museum. Why would you? Do you know what I mean? What do you mean? Well, because it it becomes memorabilia, doesn't it? Well, rather than something of well, but, but you're, you're historical saying, you're interest. You're saying that a museum should have bought them. Yeah. Well, a museum couldn't afford forty-six thousand no, pounds for a pair of trousers. That's the thing. Museums have to pay for them as well. Yeah. Um, I remember we had um, everyone was getting their knickers in a twist at the BBC because there was a guy at Milton Keynes Market that was selling Nazi memorabilia, and we came in, he came in and I was supposed to destroy him and I couldn't see the problem with it. Really, I couldn't see the problem with it. It's it's a thing people like to collect that that kind of stuff it doesn't mean that they're a bad person it doesn't mean they want to kill jews or gypsies or or it doesn't mean they support i mean they might they might support hitler's fascist ideals but it doesn't necessarily mean that it was no. a fascinating point in world history the other thing is that there's a whole generation of people who were brought up playing tommies and germans they yeah. used to play the war you know people my yeah. dad's age used to, that's that's the sort of that cowboys and indians and all that stuff yeah 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 so you know, they've got an interest in it from a historical point yeah. of view. Line one, you're on the wireless. Uh, Lady Caddick back. Yep. Is he still there? Yeah, he's still there, yeah, yeah. Yep. Here, try again. Caddick. I think he's, I think he's, I think we, I think we've lost him now. There was a chance he came to the surface a bit. He's gone way back down. We, we, we're not going to hear anything from him now and, until tomorrow, I think. Sorry, sorry, Lady Caddick. Looks like you're going to have to sleep alone. Well, I was going to ask, is there room for two? But well, I'm sure we can sort something out. That's, that's, that's an image, isn't it? <laughs> that's that's uh, an image, if ever there was one. Poor old Caddick. But um, yeah, no, I can understand. Um, oh, Hiddleston, you want to puke? I don't get Hiddleston either. He's just a fella. He, Taylor Swift could do so much better than him. And you know what? She will. <laughs> Come on. Let's look at the stats. It's just, I mean, I'm I'm here. Line It'll one, be your turn soon. Yes. Line one, you, I'll, don't be rude about Taylor. I will not, I, <laughs> no, I'm just no, don't say that about Taylor Swift, actually. That's out of order. She's not a girlfriend yet. You don't, you're implying that she's a slag. I'm not, I'm just yes, saying. Yes, you are. I'm not. It'll be your turn soon. Just saying. Oh, st- stick it. Yes, line one. Oh, it's another bloody snorer. Don't phone up and snore. Might be my turn. Line two, you're on the wireless. Good morning, Ian. Oh! That capsule that they got for Himmler. Not Himmler, sorry. What? Goering. Yeah, Her- Herman Goering's at Sinai capsule. Yeah, but that's the second-hand one, because no. he, the one he had was in his teeth. No. And he crunched. Uh, was it? And he killed him. So the, the one they gave him was not, was that must have been a second or third issue. Oh, dear. Well, it it, it got £20,000. Well, some idiot would be, would be doing that, wouldn't I don't they? see a problem with people buying Nazi memorabilia, do you, Dennis? Oh, First World War stuff, steel helmets and things like that from the First uh, World War. The steel helmet, who... Was it the German? Was it the Hun that wore the steel helmets with the spike on the yeah, top? Yeah, like the Kaiser Wilhelm. They're fl- They're brilliant. Yeah, those helmets. Weren't steel helmets? They were made of um, boiled leather. Oh. Most of it. Boiled shaped. leather. Yeah. And I tell you what, I tried them on my great grandsons. They could barely fit them. So the Germans must have had their heads in pencil sharp. Yeah. Did you? Do you um, like a leathery helmet? 
No, he couldn't get him on. No. But the steel ones were the finest helmets in the world. Yeah. A German steel helmet from the First World War was the best helmet going. Best? Hel they never, they helmet. never topped that helmet. Thick, there was thicker than ours in things. So do you like a, was... do you like a thick helmet or a leathery helmet? No, I like the steel one. Yeah, yeah. You like the steel one. Okay. All right. Yeah. How's everything going, Dennis? You're right. Oh yes, we're getting by slowly but surely, like everything else, you know. Yeah. Well, bit. I'm waiting to vote. I'm well, going over there and tear the bloody place apart. Okay. <laughs> well, you. Uh, well, okay. That's that. Am I allowed to take kids into the voting? Because I'll have the kids on Thursday. Yeah. You can park them outside, can't you? No, they they all um they'll want to come in the booth. They won't be allowed in the booth. No, I shouldn't think they? so. We don't have curtains in ours. Don't you? No. But you've got like a partition. Division. Yeah, yeah. It's like a urinal. I can only imagine what that's like. Okay. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. Um, this is this is a nice headline. I get this one. I get this one. I like it. I like it when I get the. Um, Uh, Andrew says, Ian, you've just done a show that juxtaposes banned videos, Nazi helmets, and a homage to Andy Warhol's sleep with Caddick. Very unique, yes? Although, you can't have degrees of uniqueness. It's either unique or not. You can't be very unique. <laughs> nice try, Andrew. Nice try. Um, bad intent. So what do you think the story is there? Bad intent. Um, someone doing something on a camping trip they shouldn't. Can't, kind of. Go on. Three burglars were caught when a tracking app on a stolen iPhone pinpointed them to a tent in Yuki Cornwall. Now, oh. I hate tents. Hippie burglars. I hate tents. I really, I've got no time for them whatsoever. We went glamping last year and that was all right because it was in a hut. We camped in the back garden last summer. Oh, the boys did that over Easter. I refused to get in the tent. No, it's nice. No, no, it's horrible. Slept really well, fresh air and all that. No. And you could go to the toilet in your own toilet. Well, or in the garden. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I... And there was a leak in the tent. So I was having none of that. I don't like tents. I never have. I think the horrible claustrophobic things... Uh, yeah. Very uncomfortable. Very sweaty. Very sweaty in a tent. That tent last summer was the first tent I've been in since I did the Duke of Edinburgh's award, right? And yeah. I had not been in a tent ever since because it's just, it was horrible. We hadn't changed our clothes for five days. We all stank. It was horrible. It was wet. It was you packing it up damp. Oh no, camping's not fun, is it? No, camping is 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 no fun whatsoever. I mean, it's just a vile. Um... But I do the camping in the back garden, like for one night. That that's me. What? One night. One night. One night. <laughs> one night in canvas. If I had, I mean, if I had to, I would do it one night. But beyond that, and certainly that would never use. Um, Campsite toilet facilities. Oh, I mean, spiders, urine in the showers, yeah. feces in the showers. Um, which is some a, of it's not yours. Exactly, it's not. We went when we went to Japan last. We um, hotels are really expensive in Tokyo, so we stayed, stayed in a really. We, on the way back, the last night in Tokyo, we stayed in a nice hotel for one night. Just we had a nice bed, but uh, we stayed in a really tiny hotel room where only one person could walk around, could be up at a time. Yeah. Right, and the thing is, I always think you, you just want the hotel for the bed because yeah. and a bed to, and have a wash. 
you're not, matter, you're not going be that, in the room. Yeah, you're not going that far away to, to stay in the hotel room. Although. So we did that. And then we went to Osaka, where it was a Japanese, a traditional, um, I can't remember the, the, the. Oh, I know what you mean. One of the spa places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you get to, you sleep on the floor, basically. Oh. And that was nice. And then we went to, um, oh, then we went to the islands and that was another traditional thing and that was kind of nice. And we were watching the, <laughs> we were watching the weather and we were watching the news and then the weather came on and suddenly it was all went red, red, red. Oh, that's And be the bad. voice went, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. super tornado, oh, yeah, yeah, super tornado. And I'm going, I think we should be, and we were, we were, we were just on the edge of a super tornado and it was, we were debating whether we would go back or not and we stayed and it was a nightmare. Yes, line two. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Hello, I've upgraded my tech, so uh, that should be more audible. Ah, lovely, okay. Um, yes, um, it was just a just an idle thought I had today. Um, not a believe myself, but you know how people say that when you, you die, your life flashes before your eyes? Uh, yes. Um, it was just to think, like, how much of a proportion of that do you think is, like, poos and wheeze? I mean, when people say about, like, the, the best times in their life well, and, like, top ten lists, etc., like, uh, and the like, if you think about pure relief, I, at least a couple of... I had a really good week today because I, I was in dire straits. And I get very creative, and this is true, um, some of the best songwriters write their songs on the toilet because, and this is absolutely true, when you pass a stool, it stimulates um, a, a, a part of your brain, the creative part of your brain. That's a fact. That's not even me being smutty. That's actually a fact. Um, so I don't know. Fact. I wonder if anyone has, Caller, done that maths thing. They always they, they do maths say, right, well, you spend six years of your life in bed and two years of your life on the phone. I wonder if they've done how many years of your life you spend having a poo or a wee. I think men spend more time in there, though, don't they? No, I drop and go. Do you? Yeah, I, I tend, tend to. I tend to be more of a... I don't loiter. Well, it's a well in is, but, I mean, whatever whatever the figure is, I mean, I've got a small bladder and IBS, so you want to triple that. Yeah, I yeah, agree. I suppose so, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Oh, no, it's all right. It's, it's, it's my most stupid fault for um, eating, spending about a year just eating fried egg sandwiches. Yeah, actually, actually, do you know what? I'm not sorry to hear it, and I'm glad you've got it. Serves you right for eating. Fr Hang on, fried egg sandwiches can give you a, a small bladder and um, IBS? Well, no, I think the small bladder thing is probably just more a genetic trait. Okay. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, no, no, just... Um, did you... Did, who, where did, did your mum used to make fried egg sandwiches for you? Um, I think initially, and then it just became a case of it is literally the easiest thing to make. Did she? They are lovely. They're did lovely. she call them? Am I, am I, are we the only family, and by that I mean me and my mum, that call them an egg banjo? I beg your pardon? Hey! My mum used to say, um, call them an egg banjo, and that was a fried egg sandwich. Is it because of the pan? Looks like a banjo. No, because you don't eat the pan. I've got no, I've got no idea, and I, I, if I ask her now, she won't remember. I, I, I will ask her next time if I. Uh, I've, 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 there's, there's the like egg, egg in a basket thing. What? Uh, where you put a hole in the bread, and can I put that over the fried egg, and then it becomes like a, Ooh. a fried egg Ooh. and bread. Oh, on a minute. Whoa. So what? Hang on. You cut, you cut a hole in the bread. You put the bread in the frying pan. Do you crack the egg into the hole or, or first, or do you? What goes down first? I, I, 
To be honest, I think there's different ways. I mean, personally, uh, I'm more kind of crack the egg, let it settle yeah. a little bit first, yeah. and then I'll put the, yeah. the bread straight on top. Have, have you ever had? A, have you ever had? This is this is this will kill you. A fried cheese sandwich. You see, I, I don't know whether it's part of the IBS or whether it's just a personal it's a dislike because of it. Yeah. An incident with a cheese grate on gap teeth as a child from yeah. me dad but um i don't like cheese in any form well, really. well then i'm afraid i have to cut you off for being a pervert fried cheese sandwich we'll stop in mix i want to play a brilliant and we should stop because song. you're on a diet fried cheese sandwich you get uh, white bread you butter both sides you, you put a load of cheese in it make the sandwich fry it with quite deep oil oh flipping heck that is going to uh tell you what we're going to um we're going to end listening to a medley of um alan caddick snoring and Frank Sidebottom died six years ago today. This is a masterpiece, right? This is Electricity by Frank Sidebottom. Back tomorrow. Ta-ta! The man came and knocked on our front door. He showed me the letter. But I couldn't believe it. Dick Frank saw the letter. He just couldn't believe it. My mum has gone to give me what for But I tried so hard, so very hard To get the grid removed But when your luck is out And the lid's too heavy Whatever you may have dropped down It is gone for I remember thinking I shouldn't from nowhere now So I set off to George but the window display lights seem to shine brighter than before I'd like a great big bag, it's so seeing From the top price as it's to the bargain bin I window shut, but from within is being skins So And then suddenly I heard a voice in the back of my head. Well, more from little Frank's voice, he's saying. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. The electricity is going to slow ourselves out. Oh, do they now? But all bills never die.
said, what I actually did was uh, went down the drain, right? went down the corner to Emmaus, and watched all the programs there. The 21st Century Dream Team of Dialogue, Debate and Discourse. Talk Radio, give it some lift.